Super Talk Mississippi media production. Running a business is tough. If you're struggling with HR benefits and payroll, you're not alone. Many businesses just don't have the resources to keep up. That's where MWG Employer Services comes in. We provide a full range of employer services with everything from payroll to benefits to HR services and compliance and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. We're a Mississippi-based company that can help you focus on what you do best, growing your business. Call MWG Employer Services today at 601-206-7966 or go to MWG Employer Services You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Monday, Monday. Good to be with you on Sports Talk Mississippi. Hope you had a lovely weekend alongside Michael Borky and Brian Haydad. I'm Richard Cross. Thanks for being with us. Coming to you from the Pearl River Resort Studios, visit PearlRiverResort.com. Pearl River Resort, home of the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. You can visit them online at PearlRiverResort.com or DancingRabbitGolf.com. Great time we had on a Wednesday, a windy Thursday. Windy Thursday, that's what I was trying to say when we were at Dancing Rabbit all the way back during the opening round of the Masters. A lot has happened since then. Good to be with you. You want to be a part of the conversation? Hit us up. Ceasefire text line 601-879-4395. Leave the managed IT services to the professionals at Ceasefire so you can focus on your business. Visit them online at ceasefirebusiness.com. Hello, boys. Outside of the Pine Belt, I don't think anybody really had a good weekend. Well, I was thinking about that as I was saying, hope you had a great weekend. My hope is that there is more in your life than just wins or losses in baseball, and it's possible that you spent some time with your family, maybe you enjoyed uh, a food Friday extended with some Polk smoked sausage on the grill, Maybe you got outside once it wasn't frigid anymore on Friday and Saturday and you really enjoyed it. That's what I was going for there, Borky. I hope you found something to enjoy the sunshine, especially yesterday. You know sports fans, right? You are one. You know them. Didn't work like that. I do. (laughs) I I am am fully aware. It uh, th- those are the things that try to keep your mind off the anger, and then once like you put the kids to bed and, and you sit down, then you realize that we just got swept at home, mm-hmm. and for Ole Miss fans, the second you, time. And when you say we, you're not limiting, no. limiting it to one team. No, we got swept at home again. A bunch of sweeping around here, though. Happy Monday, hey Dad. Hello, friends. How is everybody? We're not as good as Scotty Scheffler today. No, we're not. Probably won't ever be in in life, uh, to be totally honest with you. Here's a stat for you, in case you haven't seen this or heard this already. Scotty Scheffler, who has now won in four of his last eight starts, has made the sixth most money 
in a single season in PGA Tour history, and today is the 11th of April. There's a lot of golf still to be played. There are three more majors. There's the FedEx Cup playoffs. You got Jack's big tournament. You got lots and lots of really, really big purses that are still out there. And with uh, tournament play completed through the second weekend of April, Scotty Scheffler has made the sixth most money in PGA Tour history in a single season. Not bad work if you can get it. He's impressive, man, on, on multiple levels. Um, I was going to save it for winners and losers, but, uh, I mean, it again, aside from Southern Miss, and we'll talk to Scott Barry in a second, mm-hmm. uh, everybody else lost around here, so that would be a loaded segment. Scott, how many athletes have you heard going into the biggest game, the big game, whatever it is? Oh, it's just another game? Oh, it's just, you know. It's just another game, and we're preparing the same, and, and all that. So you hear that all the time. Mm-hmm. Or, no, I wasn't nervous. I just went out there and played my game. That kind of stuff. Scotty Scheffler, after he wins the Masters, <laughs> Rory McIlroy was charging. He was on the back nine and hit. You know he heard the roars on 18 through the pines. You know he heard that. It was the biggest roar of the entire weekend when, when Rory held out the bunker shot on 18. And it wasn't close. And followed it up with flawless shot, flawless shot, clutch putt. I mean, it was just, he was perfect. After the round, after he wins the green jacket, is describing the way he was feeling Sunday morning. He said he was in tears. He was so nervous. Couldn't sleep. That his wife had to calm him down and tell him, you are the same person if you win or lose. I will love you the same that kind of stuff. He was in tears. He was so nervous. How often do you hear that from athletes? I, I loved that about the guy. He he wh- He's human, and they're all human, but he was man enough to tell everybody that he was. I, I my, respect the heck out of it. My words, not Scotty Scheffler's, but he said I was a train wreck when I woke up on Sunday morning. What was really fascinating, if you stuck with his post-round press conference after winning it, after going through the green jacket ceremony in Butler Cabin and then pretending like that didn't happen and going through another green jacket ceremony uh, out there outside the clubhouse uh, around the 18th green with everybody, as he went on with that answer, he talked about, there was a follow-up question as to when he finally settled down. And, and again, I'm paraphrasing but basically, he said the golf course was his sanctuary. He's like, nerve-wracking. Right up until the point the round started, then I went and made a par on one, it was all good. He got into his element. He got into his comfort zone, the place where he feels at peace, at ease, doing what he's doing better than anybody else in the world right now. And that's when it was when he was able to shift it into a, into a different gear. Maybe downshift, like from the crazy emotions... But, yeah, in terms of leading up to it, talked about the fact how he's like a lifelong indigestion guy. said even going back to college, he would call his dad and be like, yeah, I'd have indigestion for a day and a half leading up to a tournament. It's just nerves. But then once the competition begins, he's able to set all that aside. Oh, yeah. And it happened twice, right? You got uh, the chip in on three. Smith cut it down to one. And then he chipped in on three and then fought off Cam Smith and then he collapsed. God bless him, he collapsed. Mm-hmm. And then the Rory thing happens. And both times, it's like when people got close, he put it in another gear. 
It, yeah. it, was, it was so impressive. I mean, clearly the best player in the world at the moment, and he proved it. So the greatest thing about the November Masters, and we didn't have as much of it, was that Augusta National kind of dropped its guard a little bit. You remember all the drone shots that we got with the November Masters when there was nobody on the course? They kind of gave you, you didn't have a lot of that. There was great camera work, and the visuals were fantastic. And then last year, you had 2,500 people on the property, including players and caddies and staff. How cool was it to get back to the visual of Augusta looking like Augusta is supposed to look? And those aerial shots that you had on 18, the the shots that you saw of crowds following Tiger Woods around where they're 30 deep. Yeah. You can't see anything, by the way, at a golf tournament when you're 30 oh. deep. But you're there, which is all that matters. Nick Saban also uh, walking through the grounds, apparently. Oh, was he there yesterday? Yeah, he was there yesterday. Good for him. I wonder if he gets like special, if he gets to go, like the members have those special roped-off areas. I wonder if he got that access. But no, man, it, it was it, something about that that place in that tournament. I compare it to the Truman Show. Where okay. all of it feels manufactured, but it's perfect. So why does it matter if it's manufactured or not? I don't know. It's a spectacle in the best way possible. Yeah. The Truman Show, where we're going to pretend like Seaside isn't crowded anymore, right? Yeah. Jeez. Hey, Dad, how much of the uh, of the golf did you consume this weekend? Not a single shot. What? Didn't watch any of it. And you're not a golf guy, but you've said you do like the Masters. I do enjoy the Masters, but I just I couldn't get into it for whatever reason. Was it because Tiger wasn't in contention? I think, I don't know if that was it. I mean, obviously, if Tiger had been up there, I probably would have tuned in a little bit. But also, us not doing a pick I had no rooting interest in it. So I was just like, eh. Oh, uh, we dropped the ball on that. That's okay. That's okay. We've got plenty to talk about this afternoon. We will get more into the Masters. There is, uh, there's plenty to dissect there beyond just Scotty Scheffler winning it. I, I can't wait for winners and losers today because I, I, you know, have had to dig a little bit to find a winner because they were kind of few and far between this weekend. But I have a uh, a winner with math involved, so I will uh, I'll, I'll give you that for winners and losers when we start the four o'clock hour. Uh, we will talk about the fact that Ole Miss was swept at home this weekend. We will talk about the fact that Mississippi State was swept at home this weekend, and we will talk about the fact that Southern Miss went on the road and took care of business. They had to go to Charlotte. It was not easy. It was not easy by any stretch of the imagination. A two to one win on Friday. Kind of put it in cruise control on Saturday and then had to grind out an extra innings win yesterday, 6-5, to five, to go on the road and get a sweep. Southern Miss is playing great baseball right now. They have moved to 23-8 and eight overall. They are 10-2 and two in Conference USA. They just capped a 4-0 uh, a and o week and have won five in a row overall. And they are in fantastic position right now as it pertains to the postseason. And around here, when we talk about as it pertains to the postseason, we mean in terms of hosting. RPI knocking on the door of top ten for Southern Miss baseball. Scott Berry, who I certainly hope is happy on this Monday, will join us when we come back on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team Mississippi Farm Bureau, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. 
from the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland. They're on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive. Crossgates, just call them at 601-605-4443. We have an accident northbound on 55 just past the uh, Canton exit. Expect delays elsewhere. So far, things looking fairly decent. This update is brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, the best place to get you going on your path to financial well-being. Stop by, call, or visit them online to learn about their great loan rates, free checking, and much more at River Trust Federal Credit Union. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. We offer fine merchandise at reasonable prices. We have what you need to make your outdoors beautiful and colorful. Calloway's has a large selection of fresh trees and shrubs. Calloway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture with all the new 2022 collections arriving. We offer landscaping. Our designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape from a small job to total transformation. Let Callaway's turn your backyard into a staycation destination. Give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Bring your truck or trailer. Callaway's offers bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Refilling your propane tank is always a better option, and Callaway's is a propane refilling station. When you refill, you get more propane for less money. Callaway's in Glutstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Hey guys, this is Jacqueline with Honestly Beef. Why should you do business with me? Because Honestly Beef is a certified, genuine Mississippi member. That means it's the purest quality beef raised right here in South Mississippi, guaranteed. Hey mama, tell everybody about your website, honestlybeef.com. Simply visit honestlybeef.com and order gate-to-plate service. The purest quality Mississippi beef will be delivered right to your front door. That's honestlybeef.com. And remember, use the code word radio for free shipping. This is Dennis Stevenson, Director of the Motor Carrier Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, is conducting big rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for motor vehicles. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadways safe. Morganstone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell them. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morganstone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for exclusive sports coverage here in the Magnolia State. Let me put it to you this way. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Monday afternoon, it's a baseball roundup. Starting things off with Scott Perry, head baseball coach at Southern Miss. He joins us right now on the Farm Bureau phone line. And, Coach, not to put too much pressure on you, but uh, your baseball team kind of carried the banner for the state of uh, Mississippi this weekend. It was a, uh, a tough weekend for uh, for Mississippi State and for Ole Miss. 
Not so much for you guys, and I'm not saying it was easy, but you go on the road and you get a sweep. Your team had to work hard for it. I know you've got to be pleased with the way they played this weekend. Really proud of the way the guys uh, went on that road and had three really good games, two of them really good with yesterday, just kind of a gut check game, went 13 innings and seesaw back and forth with some emotional things that happened with some replays that didn't go our way and Mm. Our guys stayed the course and found a way to win it and get out of there with three wins. So it was uh, it was a really good weekend, good week. Did you guys bus on this trip or was this a, a fly trip? No, it was flight. It was flight. Okay, I was just, just making sure. I was thinking that would have been a long bus ride home last night, but it would have been better coming off the win. Let Let's go through the three games and it feels like rinse and repeat with Tanner Hall on the mound. Seven innings, seven hits, one earned run. Nine strikeouts, two walks, and you needed him to be that good on a night where scoring was at a premium. Well, we really did. Uh, you know, that game really was just nothing but good pitching, uh, very good defense, and a couple of timely hits with one big base running play by our part to, to set up that second run uh, that was eventually the game winner. So, well played game, uh, you know, just not a lot of offense, but you know, every play had to be made, and, and our guys were able to do it. Scott, did something happen with with Charlotte's starter there early in the game for them to go to the bullpen as early as they did? No, you know, they kind of went backwards a little bit. They threw one of their relievers, and uh, you know, he this Kobe Bruce kid, and yeah. he's been in the pen, and uh, so I guess they just kind of went at it in reverse order and tried to try to you know steal some outs, steal some innings with that before they went to the starter. Um, and he was really good, the lefty they brought in and, and finished out the game through six and a third. And, you know, heck, we only had one hit off from him, um, 11 strikeouts, but he walked seven guys and kind of started running that pitch count up there. But, you know, it was it was only a two-run game for us and uh, one, one run differential that, that decided it. All right, so Hunter's really good for you on uh, on Saturday. Gives you six and two thirds. Does not give up an earned run. Only one walk, and then you turn it over to Ben Etheridge at the uh, at the end, and, and not by any means a, a cruise control game, but you were able to kind of open it up in the middle innings. Now, are you talking about on on Saturday's game? Yeah, on on Saturday, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Hunter Riggins, uh, was our starter and who's been our guy on Saturday. And, you know, he's just Mr. Steady. He's not going to strike out a lot of guys. You got to play defense behind him uh, because he's going to roll a lot of ground balls on this particular outing. He, he went six and two thirds and struck out seven, uh, walked one, but, you know, gave up five hits. And, and honestly, Richard, if we don't make an error there in one inning, uh, I think it was, uh, you know, uh, it was the inning they scored the seventh. Then uh, we they don't they don't probably score, but that led to it. And uh, as we always see, walks, errors, and hit by pitches usually lead to runs in an inning, and it certainly did on that one. But uh, Ben Etheridge came in in a really kind of a momentum situation for for Charlotte, and uh, you know did did a great job for us. Covered two and a third innings. I got a huge. Five four three double play ball there in the eight to to kind of quiet the threat that they were they were posing on us and then of course uh, went through the nine three up three down and then you talk about having to kind of grind it out yesterday I mean you you, you would love for Sunday to be easy but the reality is baseball is not easy very often but you're able to come out on top just kind of walk me through that game yesterday well we went with our Sunday starter another true sophomore he and. Uh, he and Tanner Hall, uh, this Hurston Waltrip's our Sunday starter. 
goes out and uh, he's, he covers six innings, only gives up one hit. He has a no-hitter going into the sixth inning. And uh, the shame of it is, is you, you got no hits on the board, and it's a four to two ball game. And uh, you know we made a couple of errors there in in, uh, in one inning that led to uh, led to their scoring. And the other night, I mean, he's really pitching well. And then uh, there, I think it was in the uh, maybe the bottom of the seventh, I believe. Uh, we had a situation where we left a pitch up and the kid hit it out and all of a sudden now it's a four to four game. And, uh, so it stayed that way until the 12th inning where we were able to score one and then thought we had the game one in the 12th inning. Um, as a matter of fact, the last play, they had the bases loaded and, uh, a ground ball to, uh, McGillis at, at second and he makes a really nice play on their, on their little fast leadoff hitter. And uh, it's bang, bang at first, and the umpire bangs him, and they go to replay, and they came back and said he's safe. So now we're mm. a tie ball game in the 12th. We're still two outs, the bases loaded. Their three-hole hitter, um, um, which actually, I'm sorry, I said their leadoff hitter, and they actually hit him in the two-hole on Sunday. Murphy really fast. But then uh, Fisher, their three-hole hitter, hits a line drive to right center that Pato, our right fielder, makes a diving catch to, to keep it at, at at four piece uh, at that time, or five, yeah, five piece. I'm sorry, at that yeah. time, and force the thirteenth inning. And uh, Will McGillis hits a ball out of solar shot, and then of course uh, Garrett Ramsey goes back out there in the thirteenth and gets three up, three down. So, uh, you know, a lot of emotions, Richard. You know, you thought you had it won in the twelfth, and uh, you know, felt good about it. I mean, our first baseman's like, oh yeah, he's out. And they came back from replay and said, no, he's safe. And uh, so hats off to our guys for being able to overcome that emotion and, and stay the course and find a way to win that game in the 13th and hold on. I want to ask you about lineup construction. You you have stuck uh, for the last few games with Carson Paytow at the, uh, at the top of the order. Kind of did that originally by necessity, right, when, when, when Gabe missed a few games, but you've stuck with him in that spot. What, what do you like about him as kind of your, your table setter? Well, he, he takes pitches, you know. He, uh, he had, had three strikeouts yesterday, but it wasn't because he was, you know, not, not doing well. I mean, it just, he had some big at bats. He fouled off pitches and what he was supposed to do, but he takes pitches up there at the top of the order. When Gabe went down, who's been our leadoff hitter, and, and, and Gabe had been struggling, honestly, up to that point. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I had to find somebody to move into that, that leadoff spot. And I, I felt like Carson needed to be the guy to come back around and, and see the most at-bats of everybody that we had, and that could help us in taking some pitches and, and getting on base like, like I want that leadoff hitter to do. And then when Gabe came back, it was, uh, I'm just going to keep him there and kind of maybe take a little pressure off Gabe, kind of hide him down there in the, in the eight hole. See if he can't get some pitches to, uh, to to handle a little bit better and take the pressure off from him. I've asked you this before, Scott, and, and I don't remember exactly what your answer was. It probably in you know been two or three years. You, you choose to be in the third base box to to kind of manage the game, to coach third, and to, to run it from there. A lot of coaches don't do that. They they stay in the dugout and kind of operate from there and trust their assistants to be at first and at third. What, why do you coach third base? Well, because, uh, well, number one, it keeps me engaged in, in the game. When I was with Coach Palmer as his assistant, uh, I coached pitchers, so I called pitches at that time. And, and so then when I transitioned into the head coach, 
I, I actually stayed in the dugout, and uh, but then recruiting became such a necessity, and now all of a sudden your third base coach is missing games because he's going off recruiting, and mm. there became some inconsistencies and in signal giving, and just you know, you know, there was just there was just a different rhythm routine from one person to the next. So I knew that the game was moving in that direction where assistants were going to be missing games. And I just said, the heck with it. You know, I'm just going to stay there. I mean, I've done it for a long, long time. I feel confident with it. Uh, I feel like I can read, read defenses uh, pretty well. And, and it just, it just, you know, it all falls on me there and, and making those decisions of what we're doing with infield in and or corners in and everything that involves that that would have to require a signal out of the dugout anyway. You get tired of wearing that batting helmet that you have to wear at third base? No, I don't guess so because I don't even wear a hat anymore. That, you know, I got tired of what, at first when they mandated that we had to wear it, I would forget. And I kept having to run back to the dugout, so I just made a decision. You know what? This is what I'll wear from here on out. So that's what that's what I do, and I wear it to practice. So it's just become, I guess, something I do now. So there you go, there you go. Hey, last thing, and, and just kind of looking at the schedule this week: Southeastern Louisiana, pretty good baseball team coming to your place tomorrow night, and then uh, FIU for a three-game series. Long trip down to South Florida this weekend. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't get any easier. Of course, you know, wins are short-lived, and uh, which, you know, yesterday we will have to forget it when we tee it back up tomorrow. But, um, you know, then we hit the road on Wednesday, and in our series at FIU is a, is a Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So it allows us to get back and be in church on Sunday morning, which I think is really important. So uh, gracious for uh, Mervell. Um, down there at, at FIU to to play the, the series Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. So, you know, it doesn't it doesn't get any easier, Richard. The grind just continues on, and uh, you know, but that's what we do, and that's what we're supposed to to accept as the challenge. And uh, looking forward to it. Twenty three and eight teams playing really good baseball, Coach. Thanks so much for your time, as always. Uh, my pleasure. Thank you, Richard. Scott Mary, head baseball coach at Southern Miss. They get a sweep at Charlotte this weekend, southeastern Louisiana on Tuesday, then head down to uh, South Florida for FIU this weekend. We'll be right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. A 50-50 shot of rain today, mostly cloudy, high near 83. Tonight, a 20% chance of showers, mostly cloudy, low around 63. Your Tuesday, a slight chance of rain, mostly cloudy, high near 84. And for your Wednesday, showers and thunderstorms, some could be severe, high near 85. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. At Clinton Body Shop, we really do take pride in perfection. And that's why we've been awarded the ICAR Gold Certification for our 30th year straight. Only 11 shops worldwide have accomplished this. This remarkable achievement can only happen with continuous training from iCar and the manufacturers of the vehicles you drive. In fact, we're trained and certified by more automakers than any shop in the market. At a time when insurers are pushing more than ever for discounted and shortcut repairs that save them money, why not insist on Clinton Body Shop, where you get an 
an OEM certified repair using certified parts. If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at clintonbodyshop.com. April is Gravely Mow the Distance Month at Revel Ace Hardware and Revel Outdoor Power. Save up to $2,000 off retail on select models, plus even more savings on customized package deals. Get 0% financing and pick your own Mow the Distance bonus. Free oil change or free set of blades or a free service kit. Hurry, the first 50 Gravely buyers receive a gift certificate for up to $200. Say big right now during Gravely Mow the Distance Month at Revel Ace and Revel Outdoor. Learn more at reveloutdoor.com and Facebook. Philium Corporation knows the technology is constantly evolving, especially in these challenging times. With so many people working at home, securing and guarding your company's data on-site or remotely is more critical than ever. As we all adapt to the new normal, Pillium continues to help you stay secure and current with IT support and security and forensics, plus cloud services and networking, mobile communications, body cams, and in-car video systems. Contact us at Pillium.com. Smart people, smart business, smart solutions. Protect your home and office with Havard Pest Control, a family-owned and operated business for 75 years. Havard provides termite and pest services with free quotes, low monthly payments, free recalls, and unmatched customer service. For more information, visit HavardPest.com. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. It's Liz Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Top Mississippi News. Several cities have opted out of the state's medical marijuana program. Vicksburg Mayor George Flagg says his city won't be one of them. We hadn't voted on it yet, but we just talked about it. We believe that uh, the bill as it was written is a good bill. I think yeah. it's a safe bill, and I think that when the Department of Health writes its regulation, I think they can write some good regulation, and we can uh, change our ordinance to uh, uh, abide by those and, and, and work well. He's told us he's already met with groups that are invested in the distribution or cultivation. The cultivation is going to be tough in Vicksburg because we don't have land. Uh, but the county may do it. Uh, but we certainly want to be able to uh, put it in a retail area for distribution. And gas prices in Tupelo continue to be the lowest in the state, with four stations sharing the same price of $3.36 for regular at the Walmart Neighborhood Market, Sam's Club, Dodge's Store, and Murphy's Express. Tune in to Middays with Gerard Gibbert each weekday, live from the Element Wealth Studios. Is retirement on your mind? Do you have a plan? Go to MyElementWealth.com to find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. Hey there, it's Jake Mangum. I love baseball, Mississippi, and Farm Bureau insurance. Throughout my college career, both Mississippi and Farm Bureau supported me immensely. It's no surprise to me that Farm Bureau continues to serve the Mississippi area with the same love they both show me throughout college. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance or find a local agent at msfdins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. During the month of April, AARP Mississippi is providing you with tips to help prevent fraud so your money lives longer. They are shining a light on how you can protect yourself and your family from fraud with a telephone town hall and document shredding events. Learn more and sign up for free at aarp.org slash ms. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. Do you have an old, outdated website or just a Facebook page and still not bringing in customers? 
Targeted digital advertising from Supertalk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted staff is the answer. We're ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Take the friggin' wax out of your head. Did you hear me? This is Sports Talk. This is sports Talk. Mississippi. Woo-hoo! I say sports fans. Now, here's more on Super Talk Mississippi. Fire text line 601-879-4395. We need more Scott Berries. He is the man. He's a great man, and he's a great baseball coach, too. And his team is playing really good baseball right now, sitting at 23-8, five straight wins. They've got wins this season against Alabama, Mississippi State, Ole Miss, a series win on the road against uh, Louisiana Lafayette, uh, over in Lafayette. Series home win against FAU, probably the next best team in Conference USA. And, you know, when you look at this Southern Miss team, they're they're fairly complete. Now, they're not the best team defensively that you're going to find. But they're okay defensively. Um, let's see. Currently, Southern Miss is fielding 971. That's fine in college baseball. They don't hit a ton of home runs, but the bats have certainly warmed up. The starting pitching is just outstanding right now. They've got depth out of the bullpen, and they absolutely they grind. They grind out at bats, they grind out games, they grind out wins, they grinded out extra innings yesterday to come away with a series sweep when it might have been easy to just kind of, oh, yeah, got the series win, let's get back to Hattiesburg and get ready to do it all, all over again. There is a ton to like about this Southern Miss team. Yeah, the words you use there, complete, is very, very accurate because they, they can win shootouts and, and slugfests but they can win games that are that are low scoring. They don't beat themselves either. That, that's that's a key. You know, I, I watch Mississippi State beat themselves a lot this season thus far. Uh, Southern Miss doesn't do that. You know, they they're going to make if you're going to beat them, you're going to have to play your maybe your best game and, and come out of there and, and hope that Southern doesn't make any mistakes on their end. So, yeah, this is a very good good baseball team. That's. I feel like there's even at eleven. I don't know if they're underrated at eleven in the in the top twenty five. But when the projections come out this week, we need to start seeing their name as a potential host because they they definitely have the resume. They're underrated in terms of some people that listen to this show. I'm not talking about the two of you. I'm talking about actual listeners. The amount of disrespect I saw yesterday from not Southern Miss fans that are followers or listeners of our show, I thought was pretty funny. Considering you've seen the teams play each other this season, and you saw what happened. Oh, well, they don't play in the SEC. They're 3-0 and against it, including you. Time to start putting a little respect on Southern Miss Baseball's name this year. They are absolutely, 
controlling their own destiny to be a regional host. That is absolutely objectively true. And to our discussion last week, they're the best baseball team in this state right now. Yeah, they are. And and there really is no no debate of that. The, it's not close. The the conference supremacy thing works in football. It works to a lesser degree in basketball. It works to an even lesser degree in baseball. Because you have good baseball teams all over the country. And we've seen baseball teams from smaller conferences win national championships. I mean, the last 20 years, you can point to two, right? You can, you can point to Coastal Carolina winning it all a few seasons ago, and you can rewind a little bit farther and, and look at Fresno State winning it all. Fresno State won it all as a four seed. So baseball is so much about playing right or playing well at the right time of the year. Maybe that's the only thing that you can point to that gives you hope right now if you're a Mississippi State fan or you're an Ole Miss fan. Is that there is time left in the season to right some wrongs, to fix some problems, and to try to catch lightning in a bottle and be hot at the right time of the year. Because the first half plus of the season has not been the right time of the year. And that's not entirely fair because Ole Miss got off to a great start. Played decent baseball and won a bunch of games while not playing great baseball early in the year. But the wheels have come off. And for Mississippi State, it's just been kind of ho-hum all year. You know? Is ho-hum the way to describe it? That feels like it's generous, to be totally honest. I, I, I would, I would. It's been poor. It's been poor. So, I mean, they they lost two out of three the first weekend of the series to a team that's not ranked. And we thought a lot of Cal Poly, didn't we? Well, Long Beach, or not Cal yeah. Poly, but Long Beach. Sorry. Yeah. And that that ended up, you know, Tulane. We thought, okay, well, that's still a good team. No, not great. Yeah. So it it. it, it Ho-hum is being generous, in my opinion, when talking about Mississippi State baseball. Well, and then from that rough start, they lost a Friday night ace, an elite-level pitcher, and their best bullpen arm. And despite what people tried to tell me, oh, it's next man up. We're just like Alabama football. When we lose a ru- when they lose a running back, it's the same thing here. It's not. It's almost as if those two things were significant. And it altered the course of your season, and it's almost as if... Yeah, but they were bad before that. And it's almost as if when you lose multiple high-level veteran players from a national championship team, a step back can happen. Yeah. There's a, a quote from someone um, named Michael Borky back in January that said that. Can we find that quote somewhere? I mean, sure in its entirety, I go dig it up. Yeah, but, I mean, um, but again, they, they they were bad before that. I mean, when Simpsons and Simmons were healthy, when they got they lost two out of three to uh, to Long Beach, and when they lost that game to Northern Kentucky. I mean, and you know, they weren't playing well even before that. Yeah, you know, and and, and Landon Sims wasn't going to be able to start all three games of the weekend. No, but. Borky, to your point, if you rewind one year and you look at the significance of 
losing an ace starter, regardless of where he's throwing the rotation, you can see that it changes things. Yes. Right? I mean, Ole Miss dealt with that last season. Probably the difference in Ole Miss being in Omaha and not being in Omaha last year. A healthy Gunnar Hoagland makes that Super Regional in Tucson different. And and more than that, Ole Miss probably isn't in the Super Regional in Tucson. Yeah, they're playing that one. They're probably hosting a Super Regional in Oxford without Gunnar Hoagland's injury a year ago. Not trying to go back and, and redo that, but just trying to kind of paint that into you see what losing a big-time piece out of your starting rotation can do, and then Mississippi State has that happen in week three? Week mm-hmm. three? Yeah. I think mm-hmm. that's right. And then that's what makes – so not that there's excuses. When a team plays poorly, injuries only do so much. I mean, right now Mississippi State's not hitting the baseball. They are horrendous with runners in scoring position or on base. Just flat-out awful. Uh, but so is Ole Miss, too, Oof. by the way. Yeah. But so so it those two injuries don't excuse getting swept at home by LSU. I mean, there's more problems in Starkville than just losing Landon Sims and Simmons. I mean, it's there's more to it than that. Ole Miss hadn't been bit by the injury bug on the mound, and it's still you know it's the second week of April, and they've abandoned the concept of having a rotation. Because their pitching situation is so bad. And an offense that returned all but one starter. And that one starter, with all due respect to the young man, was awful. It should have been addition by subtraction. Everybody else came back, and they are awful in conference play so far. Awful. I mean, what are they hitting? 240 in conference play? 300 with runners on base? They are pretty pathetic. I mean, what, they scored 17 runs this weekend on nine home runs. They had nine home runs over the weekend and scored 17 runs. They don't move the baseball. You shouldn't get swept, right, if you score 17 runs, but that's the point. It's it's all or nothing with this team. It's, it's, It's the Major League Baseball. You're either hitting a bomb or you're striking out. They strike out a lot. They don't move the ball. Nobody's hitting for average right now. They don't field it well still. Pretty bad defensively. Ooh, 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 ooh. You want a number? You, you mentioned Major League Baseball all or nothing strikeout or home run. Here, you want to know how the game has changed? Major League Baseball across its games yesterday registered a total of 124 strikeouts. 124 strikeouts in a single day of games yesterday in Major League Baseball. That is the same number of strikeouts that Tony Gwynn had in his last eight seasons as a Major League Baseball player. Oh, my gosh. He struck out 124 times in his last eight years in the big leagues. Wow. Stat of the day. Stat of the day. That is courtesy of old-time hardball on the Twitterverse. It's not a whole lot of fun, but let's look at numbers when we come back. Porky alluded to some of them. Haydad alluded to some of them. Let's look at the actual numbers for Ole Miss and State when we come back in conference play.
from the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive. Crossgates, call 601-605-4443. Looks like they got that accident on 55 northbound in Madison County, pulled over to the right side of the road. It's just before Highway 16. Shouldn't see much of a delay. Elsewhere, things looking fairly decent as well. So far, buckle up and drive safe. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call Smith Brothers 601-353-5217. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dab's fleet. Call the Rogers Dab's business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet. Find new roads. When you choose Roto-Rooter, you'll get honest estimates and no hassle guarantee so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a winkle troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. Hop on in to Nandy's Candy for all your Easter treats. Personalized eggs, caramel divinity, peanut butter and chocolate whip eggs, chocolate bunnies and ducks, hand-blown eggs filled with chocolate, sugar eggs, stuffed animals, jelly bellies, foil-wrapped bunnies and eggs, sour bunnies, bunny corn, empty or pre-made baskets, and so much more. Nandy's Candy, 1220 East Northside Drive in Maywood Mart, exactly where the Easter Bunny shops. Shop online at nandyscandy.com for in-store pickup or shipping. Spillway Diner, your local neighborhood family diner. Known for serving breakfast all day, Monday through Sunday till 2 p.m. They also serve lunch from 11 to 2 each day. And for a limited time, enjoy 20% off lunch on Tuesdays and Thursdays when you tell them you heard it on Super Talk Mississippi. Spillway Diner, where you are greeted with a welcome and a smile. Located on the corner of Spillway and Old Fannin. For a full menu and customer reviews, check out Spillway Diner on Facebook. Sponsor or register today for the Mississippi Economic Council's 72nd Annual Meeting on Thursday, April 21st at the Jackson Convention Complex from 8.30 to 1 p.m. You'll hear from MEC members, business leaders, and elected officials from across Mississippi as we hear from thought leaders about the opportunities for securing Mississippi's future. Attendees will hear from State Health Officer Thomas Dobbs, Governor Tate Reeves, MEC leadership, and more. Sponsor or register today at MEC.MS. That's MEC.MS. Here in Seaspire Country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers, where blazing fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a superphone. It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to Seaspire Country. It's just like the rest of the country, only a few steps ahead. 
to all the folks in the Capital City metro area. Love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Back to Sports Talk Mississippi. Are you ready? On the Super Talk app, supertalk.fm, and always on your local Super Talk Mississippi station. Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. So if you live in the state of Alabama and you're a fan of Alabama football or Auburn football, the expectations are really, really high. And when you don't meet those expectations, fans kind of revolt. To the point that outside looking in, it's kind of silly to some of us. This is not exactly apples to apples. But inside the state of Mississippi, the expectations in baseball are similar, maybe not exactly the same, but similar to the expectations for Alabama and Auburn football in the state of Alabama. And in the absence of achieving, or getting close to achieving those expectations, fans become extremely unhappy. There is one team in the SEC that has fewer wins than Ole Miss or Mississippi State. And that team is Missouri. They are 3-9 and nine in Southeastern Conference play. Mississippi State and Ole Miss, four weeks into league play, are 4-8. and eight. Missouri gave Tennessee a better fight this weekend than Ole Miss did in Oxford, too. Oh, they, they, Missouri's better. Missouri is absolutely better this year than they have been. Just period. No way around it. Missouri has a baseball stadium that seats like 1,200. They regularly have triple-digit attendance for baseball games. I know we joked about it last Thursday that they had 3,000 for a game against Kansas. I understand that. But they are more likely to have 734 than 3,034 at a baseball game. True statement. If you don't believe it, go back and look through their game-by-game box scores. You will find it for yourself. Here's where Ole Miss and State in conference play stack up in terms of numbers. And sometimes numbers don't tell the story, right? You can sometimes win despite not being a great hitting team if you've got great pitching. You can sometimes win because you're a great hitting team, even if your pitching isn't stellar. You can sometimes overcome average to poor defense if you swing it well and you pitch it well. But when you don't do really anything well, it's hard to win baseball games. Team batting average currently, Mississippi State is hitting 252 in SEC games. Ole Miss is hitting 234. Both teams are in the top half of the league in home runs. ERA, earned run average, not the be all end all statistic in baseball, I understand. But when it's this big, it matters. 
Earned runs per nine innings pitched. Mississippi State's team ERA in SEC games is 7.06. Ole Miss's team ERA, one spot behind Mississippi State at 7.15. That's bad. Fielding just okay. SEC play. State's uh, sixth in the SEC, 978 fielding percentage. I mean, that's a good number. Ole Miss has been fine in league play. They're eighth in the league, fielding it at 972. There are some things, though, like fielding percentage doesn't tell the entire story, I think. You're I, right. I, I, no, Ole Miss leaves, right. Ole Miss leaves out, if you will, on the field often, especially in the outfield. It's because they don't have any true outfielders playing in the outfield. Whether it be bad jumps or whatever, there there are there are plays that are not made in the Ole Miss outfield that when you watch other SEC baseball games, you see get made. Now that Kevin Graham is healthy, Ole Miss has a third baseman playing left field, a shortstop playing center field, and a shortstop playing right field. Kemp Alderman, outfielder in high school, I think, unless he played some first base, that body type is an outfielder. Hayden Leatherwood has been an outfielder. When's the last time that you looked at Ole Miss and thought, that is a true outfielder playing in the outfield? It's been a while. We talked with Mike Bianco about that. It's a recruiting philosophy. They're going after best players, athletic players, and transitioning. And, And that's an okay philosophy. But there's an art to being an elite outfielder. Jumps, coming forward, catching balls, big arm. It's a bad comparison because he's unique, but remember Jackie Bradley Jr.? Oh, my goodness. You mean the guy that's been in the big leagues for the last eight years? You remember trying to hit a ball in the gap when he was out there? Good luck. You you remember Hunter Renfro in the cannon? Yeah. For Mississippi State? Go way back. You remember what David DeLucci looked like playing center field for Ole Miss? You 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 thought about tagging from third on a ball to deep center field when David DeLucci was out there. Not the case right now. Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be right back. Your home for Ole Miss Sports. Super Bowl. Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni Street Pros. 601 News. I'm Rich Dennison. President Biden today unveiling a proposal to require serial numbers be stamped on ready-to-assemble firearms known as ghost guns. Police across the country are increasingly finding ghost guns at crime scenes. And by the way, ghost guns can be, quote, rifles, essentially assault weapons as well. Gun groups say the president's proposal is an overreach of his authority and violates federal law. Researchers say the average U.S. life expectancy is now at 76.6 years, a drop of just over two and a quarter years since 2020. Researchers say last year was largely driven by the nation's white population, the largest share of the population, again reflecting the toll of the pandemic. Leading causes of death in the U.S. remain heart disease and cancer and illnesses related to obesity. Fox's Jeff Manasso. America's listening to Fox News. 
I'm Lauren McGraw with Gotta Go. I'm here to help you with your construction site. We have many different options such as portable toilets, handicap units, hand washers, eye washers, and also roll-off dumpsters. When you gotta go, please call Gotta Go, 601-879-3969. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283. Here's Flint from Coleman Taylor Transmissions. So something that we've done over the last few years, we went up to a base warranty of a two-year 24000 so no matter what, you're going to get a base warranty of a two-year, 24000 We feel that's a little higher than the industry standard. And if you have a failure, I'm the one you talk to. You don't call a 1-800 number. You call me, and I deal with it. Remember, free towing on major repairs. Call Coleman Taylor Transmissions today at 601-355-8526 or go to ColemanTaylorJacksonMS.com. It's Lisa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News, a bill that expands an existing pilot program that allows for nonviolent inmates serving their final year of their sentence to take on jobs in their local communities has been signed by Governor Tate Reeves. The pilot program, first launched in 2021 by Rankin County, has been expanded to Harrison and Lee counties. Individuals convicted of violent crimes could be barred from participating in this voluntary program, and the sheriff would have final discretion on who can participate. An 8.3-mile, four-lane divided highway will help link the Toyota Mississippi plant in Blue Springs and the Toyota Mazda plant in Huntsville. Northern District Transportation Commissioner John Caldwell says the $52.4 billion project is ahead of schedule. Well, we're hoping to complete the quarter V project. It's uh, basically a four-lane connector building a new highway across uh, to connect um, Toyota in Blue Springs yeah. with Toyota in Huntsville, and that project is ahead of schedule and may be completed this year if the weather holds out. In Mississippi, we look out for one another because that's the Mississippi way. I'll be honest, not long ago, I wasn't sure about getting the COVID-19 vaccine because I had a lot of questions. And after talking to my healthcare provider, I got the answers I needed to make an informed decision about protecting myself and my community because that's the Mississippi way. Got questions? Get informed by visiting the MSWay.com or talking to one of the physicians with the Mississippi State Medical Association. Want a scratch-off game with great odds and great prizes? Try Mega Money, the new $20 game from the Mississippi Lottery. Mega Money is packed with fun and loaded with prizes starting at $40, plus the best odds ever to win $500. Mega Money even has 10 top prizes of $100,000. Play Mega Money by the Mississippi Lottery today and have fun, y'all. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Another Mississippi city will be featured in a Lifetime movie, with Vicksburg the backdrop of their newest movie called Lies My Sister Told Me. The film, formerly known as My Stolen Life, was shot in Vicksburg over the summer of 2021 and centers around two twins in a thrilling story full of twists. I am an identical twin, and everything I saw, did, felt, and dreamed of. Please welcome our Jennifer Ray. I'm not who you think I am! So, enjoying your time here? I am Jennifer, and you know that! I wanted to have your life so bad because I thought it was so much better than mine, but it's not. Because it's all... Where's my link? Locals are invited to watch the film when it releases on May 1st.
This is Jake Mangum. It's great to be on a team that is based in Mississippi. It's important to me that my team supports our high schools, universities, and several local events throughout the state. Of course, I'm talking about my home team, Farm Bureau Insurance. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Before the action begins, make sure your bets are in. Every hit. This ball is crushed. Every point. Who they give it to? Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino revolutionizes the fan experience. On your phone, casino kiosk, at the timeout lounge. Don't just be a fan, be a player, be a winner. Get to Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino. We're not just fans, we're here to play. Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning six to nine. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis—all right here on Super Talk Jackson ninety-seven point three. Super Talk Mississippi. Introducing to you Sports Talk Mississippi. Borky, Brian, hey dad, thank you for being with us. You want to be a part of the conversation? Hope you'll join us on the Ceasefire text line at 601 879 4395. If you're a parent, you already know your kids are online for everything. That's why Ceasefire is providing award winning parental controls from Bark. Free with any Ceasefire wireless plan. Learn more at ceasefire.com slash Bark. Coming to you from the Pearl River Resort Studios, visit PearlRiverResort.com. Pearl River Resort, the home of the sports book at Timeout Lounge. Visit them online at, again, PearlRiverResort.com. Monday, just after four. Winners and losers. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. I'm a loser, baby. We got winners. We got losers. Americans love a winner and will not tolerate a loser. Winner never win. Winner never win. You know how it works. What did you like from the weekend? What did you not like from the weekend? We'll try to find some positives to start things out. Michael Borky, give me a winner. Um, Scotty Scheffler, we talked about it earlier, but in it, obviously his play, all that was great. I still can't get over the way he described his feelings going into that round. And uh, what he yanked his first tee shot left, and then, and then I think he had all three of his first tee shots yanked him left, chipped in on three, and then got going. But just humanizing himself, we don't see that very much from athletes. Everybody's got to pretend like, oh, the moment didn't phase me. This is when I rise to the all this stuff. They act like they are not human. They're robots. Scotty Scheffler was human after he won the Masters, and I thought that was really, really cool. I was a wreck. I was in tears. I could not sleep. My stomach hurt. I needed my wife to talk me off the ledge and Boy, make all sure you were that doing was watching it, man. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> you, oh, you were oh, speaking oh. for him <laughs> in the first person. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, man, <laughs> it's just on TV. It's somebody else, bud. Yeah, I put okay. the TV outside. I got a little farmer stand. That was nice. But yeah, he, I mean, he was human and that we don't hear that enough. And I oh, loved it. The, Jeez. The, the humbling nature of, uh, of him just admitting to everyone, Hey, I just won the Masters. I couldn't sleep. I was sweating. I was crying. My wife had to talk me off the ledge and tell me that she would love me regardless of the outcome. And that's the only thing that would get me through. And he still performed at the highest level and won the tournament by multiple strokes. That was really mm-hmm. cool. And you don't hear that enough. Scotty Scheffler is the man. Hey, Dad, when's the last time those arms all sun? The, the top part of them? Yeah. A long time. I hadn't been to the beach or anything. I hadn't been to the pool. Okay. So, bottom half, as you can see, got got some this weekend. There you go. I, it, it, it's April 11th, and I've managed to get sunburned twice already. Oof. It's not a it's not a great trend. No. Uh, hey, Dan, give me a winner. I'll stick with the Masters, even though I didn't watch any of it. But Tiger Woods, right? It has to be, you know, to to to, to finish the round, to finish the drill, as as a lot of high school football coaches would tell you, to go out there to give it your 100 percent best. And was it enough to win? No. It wasn't. It never probably was going to be. But he played four rounds, he made the cut, and he did it all on a leg that was almost cut off a few months ago. I mean, if that's not a winner, I, I don't really know what it is. So, you know, Tiger, his career is is interesting to, to, to be mild, I guess. You know, the great, great moments of, of triumph. Ups and downs. Yeah, I mean, and some huge ups and downs. We're not just talking peaks and valleys. We're talking mountains and trenches. But that was a high moment, a high point moment for him. I think he'll look back on that in a few years as favorably as any of his his major wins. There were a lot of jokes after Saturday's round leading into Sunday about this is setting up for a uh, a beautiful backdoor top five for Rory McIlroy. Because when the stakes seem to be really, really high, Rory McIlroy plays tight, and when it's eh, he's not really in contention, he plays loose and free and easy, and you're reminded of just how talented Rory McIlroy is. But I am here to submit to you that Rory McIlroy is a winner for his final round 64 yesterday, financially if nothing else. Now what I would love to see in terms of Rory being a winner, is that he takes that final round and is able to replicate that feeling and show up in majors and play the way he did on Sunday, loose and free and let it fly? I don't know if he'll do that or not. But purely from a financial standpoint, Rory McIlroy shoots 64 yesterday to finish in solo second. You know what second place paid at the Masters? $1,620,000. $1,620,000 for second place. I've told this story before. I vividly uh, remember in 1995, it was 95, I vividly remember the moment, not the date, when Jim Gallagher Jr. won in Memphis at the FedEx St. Jude Classic and they still did the big old Monopoly checks, the big cardboard check, looked like a billboard. It's for $220,000 for winning it. Second place at the Masters this year went for $1.62 million. Here's why that 64 mattered. If Roy McElroy had shot 70 yesterday, so just gone out and had a nice two under par 70, 
he would have been six shots worse. That would have put him in a tie for eighth with Justin Thomas and Sung J.M., who each made $450,000 for their work. Not a bad weekend's work, but it's $1.2 million less than the check that Rory cashed. If he had not holed out the bunker shot on 18 and instead had made bogey on 18, like everybody thought he was going to do, and had finished in a tie for third with Shane Lowry and Cameron Smith at five under par, he would have made half a million to $600,000 less than he did yesterday. Good to be Rory McIlroy and finish second. Kind of like being a backup quarterback in the NFL. Not an altogether bad job. Rory McIlroy on the winner's list. Any other winners? We already talked to Scott Barry, but Southern Miss holding the, carrying the Mississippi water in baseball, at least for now. We've got one shot at a regional host, and it happens to be in Hattiesburg. So, big weekend again. All they have to do is take care of business, and they're hosting in Hattiesburg. Keep that RPI up, boys. Mm-hmm. And I think they're going to be able to do it. As long as they continue to win games, they're going to be fine in terms of RPI. What about the other side of the coin? A loser? Who would like to begin? Hey, Dad, why don't you begin with a loser? One of Borky's favorite people, Dabo Sweeney. Yeah, that's where I was going to go. His comments this weekend just continues. I I don't have a lot of faith in Clemson football over the next couple of years. Uh, A coach who's talking about capitalism and then defines capitalism and then says, that's not what we want. What? And then his comments on the transfer portal. We had transfers through through the portal Clemson has taken under Dabo Sweeney. They got one, and he'd already played there, right? One, and a former quarterback coming back. A former, a former player who's not going to start. And th- this quote right here, when he talks about, my transfer portal is right there in the locker room because I'm constantly going out every year. Net, if I'm if I'm constantly going out every year, netting guys from the transfer portal, I'm telling all those guys in the locker room that I don't believe in them. I don't think they can play. But you do the same thing in recruiting. Did you miss where you benched Kelly Bryant to start Trevor Lawrence? It happens all the time. It's no different than recruiting. Those are the kind of comments, and like I was saying, we talked to Chris Jans a few weeks ago, and he talked about changing the way you recruit around the portal. If you're not going to do that, then that your program is going to get left behind. I, I don't see a bright – I could be completely wrong, but I don't see a bright future for, for, for Clemson football if they've got a head coach who isn't willing to embrace what the new realities are of recruiting. Isn't it crazy that we have done a complete 180 on the phrase – I'm not trying to build a team. I'm trying to build a program. And Chris Jans turned that on his head when he talked with us. He said, "Yeah, we're not trying to build a program. We're trying to build, build a team. Each year. Year to year. Yeah. Because you're not keeping guys anymore. I mean, look, you, Georgia's losing great recruits who have barely given – Mississippi State was the benefit of a Georgia player not giving himself the time to be there long term and left. Georgia, with all of their NIL money – Winning and a Alabama national too. championship. State has an Alabama transfer. They're but they're it, not keeping guys. This is the, the new reality, and if you don't want to do that, then you're going to be left behind. And and you, when you talk about don't build a team or build a program or whatever it is, the program is the results. So if you have a good team every year, you have a good program. Mm-hmm. It, it really is that simple for me. Think about DJ Shockley. You remember DJ Shockley at Georgia? Yeah, yeah. Sat on the bench for four years before starting as a fifth-year senior. Won an SEC championship. 
and it has benefited him in life. There's no way a guy like DJ Shockley stays for four years and plays as a fifth-year senior. No way! Not anymore. Sports Talk Mississippi. We will be back with you. Chris Lamonis joins us next on the Farm Bureau phone line. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you. They're in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive Crossgates. Just call them at 601-605-4443. Venable Glass for all your glass needs. Looking pretty good so far this afternoon. No wrecks or breakdowns. No major problems to speak of. Buckle up and drive safe. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. Smith Brothers proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Before you open your doors each day, ask yourself one question. Is my building clean and healthy for my customers and employees? If you trust Janet King, the king of clean, then you know the answer. Yes! We've been cleaning and disinfecting this area for almost 35 years. Our local franchise owners make this happen every day because, like you, they live, eat, shop, work, and pray in these same local buildings. For your clean and healthy building, go to JanetKingCleans.com. That's JanetKingCleans.com today for a healthy building tomorrow. Employers, are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, service specialists have been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. Has COVID-19 changed your staffing needs? We have candidates for all of your clerical, administrative, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Call us at 601-898-1085. Service specialists, the expert recruiters, helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967. Now with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. Due to a national blood shortage, Mississippi Blood Services is in critical need of donations to refill our supply. Please help Mississippi Blood Services recover their supply of much-needed blood. Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you to donate blood today. That's msblood.com. msblood.com. Spring is coming up, and you can leave it up to us at Ag Up Equipment for your spring cleaning machine. We have stocked up and can offer you long-term financing with low monthly payments. Get the John Deere 3025E compact tractor with a loader for only $278 per month with 72 months financing. Visit us at agup.com for more. Offer is based on 10% down. Offer ends over 30-2022. Some exclusions apply. See dealer for details. Mississippi Forestry Association is pleased to offer in-person teachers' conservation workshops this June and July. These hands-on conservation workshops feature field trips to sawmills, tree farms, and other natural resource sites and prepare educators to use the award-winning Project Learning Tree curriculum in their classrooms. Workshops are held in North, Central, and South Mississippi and offer CEU credits for Mississippi educators. For more information or to register, go to msforestry.net forward slash tcw. With everything you need to take on your day, wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM. Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi continues.
Back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. We go back to the Farm Bureau phone line, check out favorites.com, and go with the home team at Mississippi Farm Bureau. Chris, Lamo- uh, Chris Lamonis joins us right now, head baseball coach at Mississippi State. And, Coach, I don't know that there's any way to uh, to slice this one. Tough weekend all the way around. As you sit here on Monday kind of thinking back through the weekend, where are your thoughts about your team and where they are right now? Um, we have to improve. That's probably the biggest thing with us right now is we got to get better. And um, there's areas, I mean, in this weekend, you know, we can finish the game on Friday. We got a great opportunity to win. Um, and we play well enough to win on uh, Saturday if we drive in the runs. And we just, we have areas of the game that we're not playing well in right now that we have to get better at. Coach, one of the one of those areas is definitely you're hitting with, with runners on base. We've all seen the numbers this weekend. You left a lot of guys on on base, especially in scoring position. You had a couple of situations. You mentioned that Saturday game where you had a runner on third with less than two outs and, and weren't able to bring them in. You know, just from a coaching perspective, how how do you get better at that one facet of the game? You know, we're gonna have to work on it. Probably drill it and do some work tomorrow. We'll be out early. We're off today, but we'll be out early tomorrow to to get some work on it. And you don't want to over overwork it because then you start thinking about it too much. But we had not Friday night. Friday night we had in the seventh inning, we had second, third, no outs. We don't drive in the runs. You know, so that piece, and it just gives it gives confidence to the other team, especially coming into our house and our big crowds. And um, it lets that other team feel better and better as the weekend goes on. And, you know, we talk all the time about taking the crumbs. And we've, we've been – historically a great program at just taking the run and getting the run in or move the run over and uh we haven't done a good job of it lately is that if, if i gave you a magic wand i guess and said you can improve one thing about this team today is is hitting with runners in scoring position it or is there another facet of your team that you would like to see get better immediately i'd probably say our bullpen you know and i feel like you know in some ways we're getting closer but um you know, I want to hit with runners in scoring position, too. Don't get me wrong. I'd like to do both. Uh, give me two wishes. But uh, I think, number one, just for the psyche of a ball team, being able to finish games and finish games late, we, we've, you know, that, you know, when you lose Friday night the way we did, it's just, man, it's, it's a gut punch to everybody. And it, you know, it's, you know, you got to be able to finish the games that you're supposed to win. One positive from the weekend for me was the performance of Brandon Smith. He came in on Saturday in a, in a, in a tough situation and was able to give you every opportunity to win, win the ball game, kept LSU in check, just gives up the one run. Is, is he going to be a guy that you need to look at now to add to that weekend rotation, especially when you have a short week coming up like this? Yeah, he's a possibility. I mean, we got to look at it right now. we got to look at everything. So we got a couple other guys also, and – we got to see how he bounces back because he just threw the most pitches he's thrown in three years, you know. So um, we got to take a look at him and see where he's at. But he's definitely an option. One thing I was going ahead, Richard. If you got questions. yeah, Chris Lamona, head baseball coach at Mississippi State, visiting with us this afternoon. I'm curious what the balance is when you get to this point in the season. And obviously, there's plenty of baseball still to go. But the balance between being a head coach and, and being a psychologist, I mean, you, you pointed to it a second ago, you, you want to get better in an area, and you go try and drill that, but you don't want to do too much of it because you don't want to get in guys' heads. And baseball is such a mental game. How do you balance all that? It's it's a tough balance. I mean, you got guys that are, uh, you know, 
you know, fighting the game or the game's fighting them a little bit and you're trying to help them get out of it. And it's, you know, usually it's a pitch at a time or a, a walk or a flare lands for you and, um, trying to get some guys right. I just, you know, in, in the environment that I'm at here, and I probably was a lot harder coach before I got here. Um, and the, these guys are under the microscope. And so for me to be the pressure creator, it, it's, it's not a good thing. I, I got to help them and, and know that we believe in them. We got to coach them. We got to coach them hard. But we also, our job is to help them have confidence. And uh, when they play with confidence, they're they're a lot better team. Obviously, and baseball is a game that you see a big difference in that. And, and we have a lack of confidence or a lack of edge right now um, that we've had. We had the most confidence and the most edge probably for the last couple of years. And and right now we're trying to find it. And uh, as a coach, I got to help them out in that area. So, so tell me more about that, of you being a more a harder coach or a more difficult coach previously than, than you find yourself being now. Well, this was, when I say previously, I'm talking like the Citadel and Louisville and places like that. As a head coach, I probably haven't been as, as hard. But kids are different than they were 15 years ago. You know, it was yell and scream, and they didn't show up. We ran them, and, and those type of mentalities, that's not the world we live in now. You know, we have to coach them, and they, and they got to know we care about them. But they also got to know they got a job to do. And so there's a there's a fine line in there of what that is. But it's just not like it. You know, when I played, our coach was you know, it was us against him. That's really not the mentality that you see you know these days. So, um, you know, and I and my coach was a Hall of Famer. I mean, my coach was you know coaching Omaha team at the Citadel and was a really high you know coach. Good friends with Coach Polk, but. But he was mean. I mean, he just, he was hard on us and he made us tough. And, um, you know, you, you don't see that as much in, in this day and age, they, especially at a place like here or in the SEC schools. It's, I think that's one great thing Coach Polk did all those years is he, uh, you know, he coached them and, and he prepared them, but he wasn't, you know, he wasn't putting the pressure on them. They, 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 they go out there, they know what's at stake and they know what's on the line. And, um, the, these kids, we have a great group of kids. They, they just gotta, you know, we gotta play better. I've said it all week. We gotta play winning baseball. You got to finish games at the end of the game. You got to move runners. You got to get runners in. Um, and, and I really truly believe we have a good ball club. A lot of people tell me I'm crazy, but I, I still believe in them. Coach, I actually decided to, to play fan yesterday, and I sat out in the stands. And you mentioned the big crowds. Obviously, the attendance was good all weekend, but the atmosphere to me felt a little different. It felt apprehensive at times, whereas last year and, and in '19, it felt like. People in the stadium, they knew that the team was going to pull it out. Whereas this year, they're not. They're not as sure. When you're sitting in the dugout, do you, do you feel the same atmosphere? The 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 dude effect, as it's so often called. Do you still feel that in the stadium? Oh yeah, we still feel it. I mean, that crowd on Saturday was unbelievable. It's, we talk about it all the time. We talked about it in the past. The problem with the the crowd is you got to give them something to cheer about. And when we're not offensive, usually it's offense, right? You hit a ball in the gap, you steal a base, Jake Mangum beats out an infield hit. Like, you create the energy, and then they take it, and they blow it up is what our fans do. We're just not doing a good enough job of giving them enough to cheer about. I think that's one of the biggest things. And then, like I talked about with bullpen, you know, everybody's sitting there saying, "Uh uh-oh, you know, like, and I have to get my team past the point of is we have to believe in everybody that we send out there. And uh, because last year when that gate opened and Landon Sims ran out there, everybody knew the game was over, and, um, we got guys that got good stuff. They're just not trusting it right now. And we got to get better at that. But our, our fan base, I mean, this weekend, I even said it to our coaches, it's a shame. We have such unbelievable crowds and we're just not playing well in front of them. It, it's a, uh, 
it's a responsibility that, man, we need to do a better job of. You mentioned your, your bullpen and, and, and how those guys have played, and, and it felt like Jackson Frisco was moving forward, felt like uh, Mikey Tepper was maybe taking a step forward, and then, and then you have the weekend that you have where both those guys had their issues. Who are the next guys that you need to look at here in the bullpen? Who, who, can, who are the guys that you feel like you can trust at this point? Well, I think we're getting Casey Hunt to a point where, um, you know, he's getting to a point where he can get the three innings and, and, and pitch at the end of the game and comfortable. You know, the last couple, you know, last couple outings have almost been like rehab starts. So, you know, I, I think he's a full go now. I think Jackson Christo is and, and fans will be mad. I'm running back. I, I just believe in him. It's too good of stuff. And I saw him beat Memphis and I saw him beat. Um, Arkansas, at Arkansas, with bases loaded and 10,000 people screaming against him. Um, and we don't, you know, Brooks Auger has been really good for us this year. And Pico Khan is a, you know, really good option for us left-handed out of the bullpen. So we're going to have to use them all, and, and we're going to have to lean on them. I mean, it's, uh, you know, with the injuries that we had early, it just it, it's, it's put us in a situation where these guys got to pitch and help us. And even Mikey. Mikey was really good in the midweek. So, we got to get we got to get some work out of Mikey there. Chris, last thing for you: uh, Auburn coming up this weekend after a, uh, a midweek game. We talked a couple of weeks ago about the fact that it's all just kind of jumbled right now. There's still not a ton of separation. Do you point that out to your team? Say, look, don't worry about the standings, but here they are. We're not that far off. Well, we don't we don't never talk about the standings, but like I just keep telling the guys, it's the the league itself is just you know the positive if you're at a lot of other schools. You may have to win your conference tournament at this point where we're at. And in our world, if we just win enough SEC games, we'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a tough road ahead of us, but um, we know we haven't played our best baseball yet. And if we could get out there and, and play better, it's, it's just, you know, we control our own destiny. Even, you know, even at this point, even after a bad weekend, we go and play well with Auburn and, and get some wins and just keep trying to win in the league and get our momentum going. We'll be fine. I, I think our kids really understand that. Um, you know, more than more than in other places that if you fall behind, your RPI goes bad. Here, in every RPI we play on the way out is 20 and in probably. So um, you're going to be fine in those areas if you win games. Got to try and figure out a way to win those games. Thanks so much, as always, for your time, Chris. Good talking to you on Mondays. Thanks, guys. That's Chris Lamonis, head baseball coach at Mississippi State, recapping the weekend. Tough weekend against LSU, dropping a uh, close one on Friday night, close one on Saturday, and then a not-so-close one yesterday. Let's talk more about the weekend when we come back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. A 50-50 shot of rain today, mostly cloudy, high near 83. Tonight, a 20% chance of showers, mostly cloudy, low around 63. Your Tuesday, a slight chance of rain, mostly cloudy, high near 84. And for your Wednesday, showers and thunderstorms, some could be severe, high near 85. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. This portion of Sports Talk Mississippi is sponsored by Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs. 
You already know that Madison Cellars is Madison's favorite place to buy wine and spirits since 1988. On Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center, Madison Cellars has a hometown feel with a big city selection. Do you have a question about which wine to serve with a certain dish? Call 601-856-0931 and let their knowledgeable staff help you find the perfect match. Find out more at madisoncellars.net or stop by today. Madison Cellars on Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center. Pilium Corporation is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. Protect and grow your business with Pilium. By improving business practices with technology-driven solutions, Pilium solves problems and creates new opportunities for your company. Learn more at Pilium.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dab's fleet. Call the Rogers Dab's business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet. Find new roads. This is Allison Callaway. Since 1954, Callaway's has been family-owned and operated. We offer fine merchandise at reasonable prices. We have what you need to make your outdoors beautiful and colorful. Callaway's has a large selection of trees and shrubs. Callaway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture with all the new 2022 collections arriving. We offer landscaping. Our designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape from a small job to a total transformation. Let Callaway's turn your backyard into a staycation destination. Give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Bring your truck or trailer. Callaway's offers bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Refilling your propane tanks is always the better option, and Callaway's is a propane refilling station. When you refill, you get more propane for less money. Callaway's in Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Everything for home and garden, that's it's Lisa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Top Mississippi News, a bill that expands an existing pilot program that allows for nonviolent inmates serving their final year of their sentence to take on jobs in their local communities has been signed by Governor Tate Reeves. The pilot program, first launched in 2021 by Rankin County, has been expanded to Harrison and Lee counties. Individuals convicted of violent crimes could be barred from participating in this voluntary program, and the sheriff would have final discretion on who can participate. An 8.3-mile, four-lane divided highway will help link the Toyota Mississippi plant in Blue Springs and the Toyota Mazda plant in Huntsville. Northern District Transportation Commissioner John Caldwell says the $52.4 billion project is ahead of schedule. Well, we're hoping to complete the quarter V project that's uh, basically a four-lane connector building a new highway across uh, to connect um, Toyota in Blue Springs yeah. with Toyota in Huntsville, and that project is ahead of schedule and may be completed this year if the weather holds out. Tune in to Middays with Gerard Gibbert each weekday, live from the Element Wealth Studios. Is retirement on your mind? Do you have a plan? Go to myelementwealth.com to find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. Here in Seaspire Country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers, where blazing fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a superphone. It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to Seaspire Country. It's just like the rest of the country, only a few steps ahead. 
Super Talk Mississippi, your new home for the Ben Shapiro Show. For something new and unique in talk radio, take a listen to the Ben Shapiro Show. Weeknights at 9, right here. Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a rebel, a bulldog, a golden eagle, or just a sports fan, Super Talk Mississippi has got a podcast for you. For you. Sports Talk Mississippi, The Rebel Report, Thunder and Lightning, The Super Talk Eagle Hour are all now available for you. And it's all free. Free. Get them all on demand at supertalk.fm and on your smartphone. Just search for Super Talk on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Mm, from the flatlands of Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Every minute worth waiting for. Super Talk Mississippi. Chris Lamonis joining us for his weekly conversation on the Farm Bureau phone line. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Haydad. So, we've talked around it. Let's talk specifically about the weekend. 5-2 to two on Friday night, and that's probably the toughest pill to swallow out of the weekend. Mississippi State had a 2-1 to one lead, and LSU was down to its final strike on Friday night before Trey Morgan got a two-run single up the middle to make it Three to two, and then Dylan Cruz hit a two-run home run to score Morgan and make it five to two. And then, um, oh, who was it? It was uh, Paul Gervais who came on and pitched the final inning, got a couple of strikeouts. Mississippi State didn't threaten much in the bottom of the ninth inning. Was that the the most difficult one of the weekend? Hey, Dad, given that it was down to the final strike. Oh, absolutely. And and honestly, at that when it happened, you thought, okay. They're probably going to get swept because I, I don't know how I don't feel like this team. I, I hate to be so critical, but I don't know. I didn't feel like they had the mental toughness to overcome that loss. I felt like when they lost that game in that fashion, to me, that set the tone for the entire weekend. If they win that game, I think they have the confidence to go out there and get it done on Saturday and, you know, go from there. But. That I think that just I mean you watch Jackson Fristo melt down in in real time. You saw it happen when he didn't get that strike three called. Mm-hmm. It, the, 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 he, he you saw him unravel right there, and that's tough to watch. It's tough to watch. And, and we talked about this a little bit on the podcast, but how different is your opinion of Jackson Fristo if that strike is called? And I thought I thought it was I thought it was a ball. I thought it, I thought it was a good call, but I thought. I mean, if he gets the strike out there, you're talking about him. It's like, okay, he's figured it out. He was throwing 94, 95, 96. He's going to be one of the better closers in the league this year. But instead, you're talking about him. And, and Chris Lamona sort of hit on it. He said, you know, I'm still going to pitch him, but I guarantee most Mississippi State fans would be happy if he, if he, they never saw him on the mound in a pressure situation again. That's obviously not going to be the case because, as Chris Lamona said, the talent is clearly there. The guy, you know, you don't just have guys that you pull off the street. Throwing 96 miles an hour. Same thing sort of with Stinnett on Sunday or on Saturday. Obviously got off to an awful start, but then he got a couple of outs. And then with two outs, he gives up a two-out single, and I they pulled him out of the game. And I, I found myself wondering, if he had gotten out of the inning, how would that have gone? Would they have sent him back out there for the second? I don't know. Stinnett's a guy. 
I, I don't see how you put him back out there. He's he's thrown his last two starts. He's thrown a combined two and a thirds innings. I, I don't see him being part of this rotation uh, going forward. I, at least I, I just just for me, I don't. It's a great pitchers duel on Friday night. Mikhail Hilliard for LSU went six innings. He gave up ten hits, mm-hmm. but he managed to hold Mississippi State to two earned runs. And um, and uh, there was a one point I think State had five hits in the game, but four of them were infield singles. I mean, they, they were not driving the baseball yeah. at all that last last weekend. Well, flip side, Preston Johnson, six innings, two hits, one run. He had mm-hmm. ten strikeouts in the game. And they scored that run in an inning where they didn't have a hit. Casey Hunt gives you two innings, and then mm-hmm. you talk about the ninth inning with Fristo, and ultimately he takes the loss. Yeah. Um, you mentioned the two hits. They were the first two batters of the game. First, first, first batter, Trey Morgan gets an infield single. Dylan Cruz has a little sawed-off blooper that drops in left, in shallow left. They didn't have another hit until you got to the bottom of the ninth with the two with the two-run single. Based on how Friday night ended, I'm assuming there was a little bit of a feeling of dread in the ballpark when LSU goes out and they score three in the top of the first on Saturday. Yeah, absolutely. You thought, okay. But well, it goes back to what I just said. I think a lot of fans were, and what I asked Crystal Monis about. I think that the fans were, were were sort of waiting on the other shoe to drop, and when they go up three nothing on that Jacob Berry home run, you're just yeah. looking around going, "It's going to be really ugly today." And I give State credit; they got back into the game. Yeah, immediately. They tied it. Yeah, they tied it up. R.J. Yeager, leadoff hitter, has been such an issue for State all year. They figured that out. Yeager will lead off the rest of the year. He's really hot right now, playing good ball. Had home runs on Saturday and Sunday. So hot right now. So hot. But. <laughs> Jaeger bombs, so hot, but it just wasn't enough. You know, they got the, they tied the game up on a Cam James home run. They go three three, and then Brandon Smith makes the only mistake he made all day and, and gives up a solo shot to immediately to make it four to three LSU, and it, and it just stayed there from there. And State yeah. had so many opportunities; it's, it was painful at times to watch. Yeah, and I mean, you know, you hit LSU. They have two more errors. LSU had three errors in that game. That's a game you expect to win. You you get more mm-hmm. hits. The other team same goes Friday three errors. You have base runners. You expect to win. Friday and Saturday, State had more hits and fewer errors and lost both games. Ten hits to six on Friday. Now the State did make two errors. LSU did not make an error on Friday. But your point about hits is that right? Yeah. Okay. State was two runs, ten hits, two errors on Friday night. So here's a question. At what point, because when you have bad averages with runners in scoring position, although it does coincide generally with bad averages, but at what point does that become correctable and and become who you are? Because I've had that conversation a few times since the games ended on Sunday. Uh, Ole Miss fans and then State fans on, on the live stream last night. Well, you know, all they have to do is get a couple of hits and they win the series. You know, they the runners were there, they were on base, they were in scoring position. We just didn't get hits. Once we start getting hits in that moment, then we'll start winning games. But at what point is that who you are as opposed to that's what we you know what I mean? Does, I think, does that question make sense? It's, I think I think fans rationalize that in baseball more than any other sport. You never hear a fan say, "Well, if we just scored a couple more touchdowns, we would have won. Or, you know, if we were just a better shooting team, we would have won. Nobody ever says that about those sports. But in baseball, it's always like, well, we could have had a couple more hits. Well, no crap if you had a couple more hits. That's probably the story of every baseball game that's ever been played, or nearly all of them. 
So outside of the, the real blowouts in this world. So, yeah, when I hear stuff like that, I'm like, well, you know, I probably would use a stronger word than crap, to be totally honest with you. But, uh, yeah, I mean, th- this team right now can't hit. When they get good, and and this is, and I said this on the podcast, and I was talking to, to somebody about it on Saturday, the hallmark of a bad team is this. When they hit, they can't pitch, and when they pitch, they can't hit. That's what Mississippi State is. You'll have a game where they'll score 10 runs, but by golly, they're going to give up 11. Or in a game where they only give up four runs, they can't get but three, and they can't drive anybody in from scoring position. That's what this team is right now. And then yesterday the wheels kind of came off yeah, in game exactly. three. State yeah. goes up one nothing. LSU makes it 1-1 in the third, and then it's a big fifth inning. Five runs in the fifth for LSU, and they get a run in the sixth, and they get two in the seventh, and they get four in the eighth, and you look up and it's 13-3. to Yeah. Yeah, it was, it, was, it, was, it was, like you said, the wheels just sort of fell off there. And, and so I, I think it's Chase here. Yeah, he made, made a good point. State can't even get productive outs. I mean, I can't tell you how many times they're, they're just striking out with guys on third base in less than two outs. You just got to hit the ball to the outfield. Just hit a ground ball the opposite way, and you're probably going to score a run. They couldn't even do that. That's rough. Yeah. This defies logic. A game that had 16 runs and 23 hits and a combined eight pitchers, and it's paid, played in under three hours. I don't know how that happens. I don't know. It was quick. It was really quick. It didn't feel quick sitting there. For, my, for a 13-3 to game. It didn't feel quick that quick sitting there in my, my seat. Which, but that's the first time I had been in the stadium as a fan too, as a new in the new stadium. So that was enjoyable. But you know, how'd you like it? Oh, it was fantastic. My my, my buddy Brandon Walker's in town. And he uh, he's like, "Want to come to the?" He's like, "He's like, forego your job and come sit with me." And I was like, "Okay, sure." And he's like, "Oh, you can do that." I was like, "Yeah, I don't have to cover these games, man. I just do it because I enjoy it and I think it helps my coverage. But I'll go to the game and just sit there. It's the same thing. So there's just no Twitter. It's." Ten times more enjoyable to go oh. to a game, yeah, and not sit in the press box. Free food aside, yeah, free food is is meaningless. Yeah, just to go sit, put my feet up, got some sun, be amongst and, uh, the people. Yeah, yeah. I had <laughs> somebody. I'm walking out. They're like, "Hey, aren't you?" Uh, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm ready for. It. They're like, "Rhino." <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Did you go with yes or like <laughs> no? I, 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 my beard is not nearly as luxurious as Rhino's is. Yeah, do you have good seats? Ah, uh, great seats. I was two rows behind uh, the the dugout. I'm surprised Lamonis didn't see me sitting there. You should have waved. Hey, Chris. Come on, hey. Talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> did you just I, soak I, it in, or did you like yell and scream and? I I, I mean I didn't because I become became, angry. The game got, got got out of hand a couple times. There were a couple of calls. I was like, what what are they doing? But. It was nothing like. Wait, wait, hold on. You were, you were like, well, what are they doing? Or you got up out of your Come on, Blue, you're uh, blowing the game! Th- there were a couple of, of subdued come on blues. That's about it. Mm-hmm. So, I had fun. It was good. I enjoyed it. Sorry, but, I was just cycling through the things that I used to. Uh, oh, yeah, the things I used to say are, are not fit for airing. I, I know it's part of baseball tradition or whatever. You know what needs to stop happening, though? An umpire calling a strike just because the guy on ball four, definitely ball four, left the box before the call. That's got to stop. Is it a ball or not? We talked about that. I want to start tracking how many of those guys end up striking out. Far too often. The guy who's like, I thought it was ball four, I take the step. Nope, come back, it was strike two. 
How many times do they strike out? It's got to be over 80%. I saw that happen twice this weekend where a strike was called only because the batter left the box early, not because it was borderline. That's got to stop. Meanwhile, Sunday night baseball, a little over the top on K-Zone and three-dimensional strikes and everything else. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon, call them at 601-605-4443. They're locally owned and operated with free mobile service in the Tri-County area. So far, there's some minor delays. Lakeland northbound before Old Fannin Road. Also seeing some minor delays eastbound on 20 at the stack between 55 North and Highway 49 South. Buckle up and drive safe. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers 601-353-5217. When you need an oil change, go see Central Mississippi's oil change specialists at Car Care Clinic Jet Lube. Their 28-point full-service oil change is more than an oil change. You get peace of mind with premium motor oil, preventative maintenance to change, inspect, check, fill, and clean essential components of your vehicle, and upon request, interior vacuuming. Just drive in, stay in your car, and the job is done in just a few minutes. Plus, Car Care Clinic is COVID compliant. Car Care Clinic offers a 10% discount for women every Wednesday, and military, seniors, and all first responders every Thursday and is your locally owned and operated AAA recommended repair shop in the Jackson Metro, an A-plus member of the Better Business Bureau with ASC's certified mechanics. Car Care Clinic has been a trusted business for great service for over 45 years. Visit any of their convenient locations or go to cccjl.com for savings. Car Care Clinic, we want to change your oil, not your schedule. Nobody cares like the Car Care Clinic for your automobile. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. It was just a good experience in in itself to how they did it and how loving and compassionate they are. I was just so excited because it was exactly what he tells you. I cried. (laughs) I really cried. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. It's Ford Truck Month. Now's the time to get a great deal on the only trucks built Ford Tough. Work or play, get after it in a new Ford F-150 or Super Duty truck. Get behind the wheel of a new Ford Maverick pickup. And get after any adventure with deals on Ford Ranger. Take advantage of our best offers on the full Ford lineup of trucks. But you better get going. These deals won't last. Get to Ford Truck Month. Let's get after it. Watkins Construction and Roofing. They are the premier company to count on. I know that by personal experience and customer satisfaction and a professional team with the experience of a NASCAR pit crew. Plus, state-of-the-art equipment from start to finish. It also includes the respect for your home or business with a meticulous cleanup when the job is done. For a free estimate, call the Watkins team, 601-966-8233 or go to nomoreroofleak.com, nomoreroofleak.com. One of the things I enjoy most about raising catfish is the end result, the fish on the truck headed to the plant. I like that because we raised a good product with a, with a good team and a good uh, result from, from all the hard work that we've done. I'm Terry Cruz, and I'm proud to be your 2020 Arkansas Catfish Farmer of the Year. We all have to eat, so if you're going to eat, eat U.S. farm-raised catfish. 
Trustmark is the bank that fits you to a T. You can bank right on your phone or tablet with the My Trustmark app. Our mortgage lenders will help you buy your dream two-story tutor. And Trustmark Tailored Wealth offers tried and true advice that makes transforming your future a piece of uh toast. Nice. Trustmark. People you trust. Advice that works. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Check this out. Sports Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi. Um, well, first of all, Tennessee's really good, right? They've won 23 in a row. They're 12-0 and to start SEC play, best start since 1994 for any team in the SEC. And they are, what, 30-something and one. 30- 31-and-1. That's this is baseball. That's weird. I have like a question. Okay. They're 31-and-1. Mm-hmm. Would you feel better as a Tennessee fan if they were twenty-seven and five? Don't you feel like it's you're peaking awful early here? Nope. Okay. Because I think they're complete. Well, I thought Arkansas was complete last year, and we all know. No, that. no, I understand, but but I think they're complete and with an edge. Okay. They're not going to go fifty-five and one. No. They played three close or two close games this weekend, mm-hmm. but I mean they're going to go twenty six and four in the league. You know what's going to be hilarious when they get bounced in their own regional. I will laugh and laugh and laugh if that happens. This is an Omaha team. Yeah, well they stopped hitting as well once the bat thing came out. Hmm. I mean, again, again. Joking. Let's go back to this week after week four. Well, but are and you tell me that Arkansas wasn't an Omaha team? No, you're you're absolutely right. They were. Anything can anything can happen if they get it into the right super regional with a team that has the right pitching staff. They're going to stay home. Okay. I yes, I I don't disagree with that at all. I look at this. We all thought that was an Omaha team for Arkansas a year ago. Oh, I'm not, I'm not saying no that. We were all wrong. We are all wrong. Everybody that follows college baseball was wrong. And, and I think Tennessee is an Omaha team, too. But I'm not going to sit here at 31-1 that you are peaking too early. Give me 31-1 okay. over the last 30, not the first 30. Or 32, however you want to look and, and, I mean, look, I mean, I think they'll lose three or four. Might lose six or eight. They have Alabama this weekend who's hot. Alabama could get a game from them. Probably. No? 
Alabama is two walk-offs away from what? Having won three straight series and swept State and Ole Miss in their own stadiums. Yeah, they get those they're two not. walk-offs and they got nine wins in the SEC. And they're first yeah. place in the West. Yeah, they're, they're not. They're, they, they can no, get they're a win. Bad. They're not they bad. They can get a win. And they can hit. Yeah. Oh, I want to throw a quick winner in, by the way. Is it is it Pinkney, the right fielder, for that mm-hmm. pellet that he threw on Friday night? To get the the guy at third, that was an unbelievable throw. Hmm. I was uh, where was I? Oh, I was in Auburn Friday night. I wasn't able to watch much. Were you at Acre? Yes, actually. There you go. <laughs> I knew it. That cornbread. That's good. <laughs> That's cornbread. I'll eat. Yeah, it's good. It was good. Um, did you see the reason I brought up Tennessee? Did you see what they're doing tomorrow night? Playing with wood bats. Tennessee and Tennessee Tech are playing at the Smokies Baseball Stadium tomorrow night, and both teams will use wood bats. That's huh. pretty awesome. And that counts as a legal game? Yeah. Huh. does. You remember back in the, uh, the, the Vandy weekend, Tennessee said they could, uh, they could hit. Yeah, give us wood bats if you want to. We can hit. Don't worry about the stickers. Now, can you put a sticker on a wood bat? Is that okay? I don't know. That's a good question. You can't reduce the PSI in a wood bat. The bats don't matter. You give us wood bats, it really doesn't matter with us. So uh, we got an explosive team, and we're, we're going to keep doing it this year. All right. they got an explosive team. They're going to keep yeah, doing it. Yeah, they played Tennessee. Well, uh, wait, hold on. Tennessee Tech probably has a left fielder that can really throw it, so maybe oh, it'll be a challenge. you Borky. Yeah, well, uh, but no, that won't prove anything, and they're going to pretend like it proves something, but it won't prove anything. We talked about it on Friday, though. Uh, what Chris Lee's article proved is that if you have those kind of bats, go ahead and give them a shot. Because there's no oversight, nobody cares to enforce it. So just give it a shot. It's like recruiting. Just just do it. You want players or not, g- give it a shot. Nobody's going to catch you. Yeah. I don't know. I don't buy that much into it. Although Tennessee did have lower scoring games this week, was it because they faced better pitching in Missouri? Ooh, that's a humbling question for an Ole Miss fan. Yeah. Well, here you are. Here been we are. A, been a humbling season. We're going to get into uh, into Ole Miss baseball in the 5 o'clock hour. Mike Bianco will join us at 5.20, as he does every single week. We'll talk with him about the weekend and looking forward as well. College football fix. That's how we will begin the 5 o'clock hour when we come back with you in the Pearl River Resort Studio. Sports Talk Mississippi on a Monday. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Haydab. Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your true professionals at Bangalore Street Pro. Online at superpro.com.fm. I'm Rich Dennison. President Biden today discussing plans to regulate privately made firearms that have no serial numbers, better known as ghost guns. These guns are weapons of choice for many criminals. We're going to do everything we can to deprive them of that choice. 
And when we find them, put them in jail for a long, long time. Critics say the administration's plans violate federal laws and are an overreach of the president's powers. Several airlines are cutting flights as they deal with staffing shortages and increased demand from travelers. JetBlue, for instance, says it hired more than 3,000 new crew members, though it's still understaffed and will reduce flights up to 10% by next month. American and Alaska Airlines are reducing 2% of flights through the end of June because of a pilot shortage. Fox's Lillian Wu. America's listening to Fox News. This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse. Come dine with us. The steaks seared to perfection. Live Maine lobster and seafood. Make it Tico's tonight. Tico's Steakhouse. Call 601-956-1030. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico's Steakhouse has been a staple for fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy port beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's Steakhouse, East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Smith Marine has killer boat deals on sale now, featuring Crest Pontoons and Suzuki Motors, offering thousands of new boats right now along with Suzuki Specials. This is the best time to buy your new or used boat. You'll never find a better deal. Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive, Main Harbor Marina in Ridgeland. It's Liz Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. It's been a whirlwind week for Twitter. Last Tuesday, the social media platform announced Elon Musk, the world's wealthiest man and biggest shareholder of Twitter, would be joining the board of directors. Then on Sunday night, Twitter's chief executive Parag Argwal informed users that Musk will no longer become a board member. On top of all that, Twitter's looking at some in-app changes. Eben Brown explains. Some users can now downvote replies to de-emphasize them in threads and soon will allow for unmentioning, where users can remove themselves from a tweet chain. And after years of refusing, Twitter now says it is developing an edit button for people to prevent immortal typos. A traffic stop in Adams County led to the seizure of over 2,000 ecstasy tablets and a small amount of marijuana. Robert Miner was arrested and charged with aggravated trafficking of Schedule 1 drugs. And the passenger, Kristen Page, is charged with possession of marijuana under 30 grams. Miner is facing 20 years if convicted. Want a scratch-off game with great odds and great prizes? Try Mega Money, the new $20 game from the Mississippi Lottery. Mega Money is packed with fun and loaded with prizes starting at $40, plus the best odds ever to win $500. Mega Money even has 10 top prizes of $100,000. Play Mega Money by the Mississippi Lottery today and have fun, y'all. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. When it comes to taking care of your acreage, don't mess around. Toro Zero Turn Mowers cut big yards down to size in less time, so you can spend more time hunting, fishing, or just enjoying the day. Built with comfort-enhancing, productivity-boosting features like My Ride Suspension that take the ache out of acreage. Massive rear-drive tires for ultimate traction and ultra-durable iron-forged cutting decks you can rely on for years to come. Bull through anything that dares get in your way. Toro, count on it. Visit Toro.com slash Zero Turn to find yours. With today being National Pet Day, let's take some time with Gianna Gelosi to remember how to properly feed your pets. 
A new study shows most dog owners aren't properly feeding their pets, according to Food and Drug Administration guidelines. Researchers out of North Carolina surveyed 417 dog owners, asking them about their knowledge of the guidelines with regard to food handling and bowl hygiene. Less than 5% were aware of these FDA guidelines. 22% reported washing their dog's dish once a week on average. 18% washed their dish less than every three months or not at all. So what are the guidelines? Well, the FDA says to wash your dog's dish after every use and be sure to wash your hands before and after handling pet food and treats, something one-third of those surveyed do. That'll prevent harmful bacteria from causing foodborne illness. Thanks, Gianna. For more news, sports, and politics, find us online at supertalk.fm. I'm J.T. Mitchell. Hello, I'm Will Noble from Moorhead, Mississippi. I'm proud to be a catfish farmer. And being selected as Mississippi's Catfish Farmer of the Year means a lot to me. I pride myself in raising healthy fish for you to enjoy. And they were raised right here in America. So please make sure you and your family are receiving the best U.S. farm-raised catfish. This message is brought to you by the Catfish Institute. For more information, visit uscatfish.com. People today could spend half their lives over 50. So it's important to keep your money protected as you get older. That's why AARP Mississippi is providing you with tips to help prevent fraud from con artists. So your money lives longer. During the month of April, they are shining a light on how you can protect yourself and your family from fraud with a telephone town hall and document shredding events. Learn more and sign up for free at aarp.org slash ms. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. You're hearing Sports Talk Mississippi. What? What? This is so awesome on Super Talk Mississippi. Resort home. Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. Visit them online at PearlRiverResort.com or DancingRabbitGolf.com. Sports Talk Mississippi brought to you in part by Visit Oxford. You can find them online at VisitOxfordMS.com or follow on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok at VisitOxfordMS. Getting close now, about, uh, what, week and a half, almost two weeks until the Double Decker Arts Festival 25th Anniversary Edition we will be at Visit Oxford on the Friday of Double Decker. That's April 22nd. Look forward and would love for you to stop by if you're in the area. Double Des, uh, Decker bus tours that day and uh, music getting started at 6 o'clock with Brett Young closing things out on Friday night as the headline act. Then on Saturday, full day, the spring fun run at 7.30 that morning. Festival gets started with art vendors and food vendors at 10 the music begins at 11. Art vendors will shut down for the day at 5.30. At 6.30, it's Trumbo Shorty and Orleans Avenue on the main stage. And then at 8.30, the Revivalist will shut it down and close out Double Decker 2022. For a full schedule of events, check them out online at visitoxfordms.com. You can be a part of the conversation on the ceasefire text line, 601 879 
4395. Time right now for the college football fix. Football Fix is driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Log on to buyfordnow.com and find out why the best-selling trucks are built Ford Tough. But don't stop there. Test drive the F-150, the best-selling truck in America for 45 years running. You can do that at your local Mississippi Ford dealer. Mississippi State picks up a transfer over the weekend. Yeah. A transfer from UMass, the University of Massachusetts in Amherst. A kicker. Actually, a punter. A punter. Who are, a punter are also who... uses his foot like a kicker, mm-hmm. but a, uh, a, a punter. Why don't you help me with the name? Hey, Deb. Sure. I'm pretty sure. That George Georgopoulos. George Georgopoulos. Oh, you're going J sound in the middle and not a hard I'm, G? I'm going to go uh, George Georgopoulos until I'm told differently because okay. I like the way it sounds. Tell me about George Georgopoulos. He's a punter from UMass. I averaged about 40, I think 44 yards a kick uh, last season. Uh, they liked him, you know. Leach, he talked about it on on Saturday after the scrimmage, which uh, which was uh, interesting to attend. Um, he talked about special teams, and you know he feels like they're they're ahead of the kicking game where they were last year. You know, kicking game was such a huge issue. We all know about it. We all know what he said uh, during the season. Uh, feels like Massimo Biscardi. Everybody, everybody, do this. Mm-hmm. Massimo Biscardi has has got looking at him kick on Saturday. I felt confident in his ability out there. I think he'll, he'll lock down that uh, that that place kicker position, but they still they wanted to have some more competition at the punting position uh, between Ben Raybon and Archer Trafford, and now they'll bring in uh, Georgopoulos here uh, to see who they can find. You know, special teams. You know, punting last year was not great for Mississippi State. What if you just went with George George? But double G, George 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 of the jungle. George, 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 the punter. Yes. When I heard his name, like the first thing I thought of was George Papadopoulos from the, the hit TV show Webster, played by NFL Hall of Famer Alex Karras. Uh, but anyway, State wants some more con- competition there at the punting position, and now that they've brought that in. Don't think State's done in the portal yet. They'll probably still still some guys to come over the next couple of months. Ah, Mr. Papa Giorgio. That was the other the other way we wanted to go with it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, so Paul, you're in Vegas. In from UMass, uh, yeah. but you were at the scrimmage on Saturday. Tell me more. I thought defensively, State well, looked pretty well, good. Well, well, uh, tell me more. <laughs> Sorry, let's, let's calm down here. I thought State defensively, I thought they looked pretty good. Um, uh, you know, they get some key guys out. Obviously, Did Zach Gordon Arnett Davis. think so? We didn't get to talk to Arnett after, but I'm sure he would have said absolutely not. Terrible. Uh, Terrible, just the worst you ever saw. Jet Johnson out for the rest of the spring with a, a, a broken hand. Uh, Jordan Davis is still recovering from that ACL injury, so he's not full speed this spring. Uh, but the guys who were out there, I, I liked, especially you know the safety position is one for State that there's there's some concern. But the redshirt freshman Corey Ellington, I was very impressed by him. He had a pick six early in the game uh, or in the scrimmage, I guess as it were. I thought that the grad transfer Jackie Matthews from um, from West Virginia. He had a couple of big plays. Emmanuel Forbes didn't play either. Just just dinged up a little bit. Nothing nothing major there. 
Uh, but I thought, you know, DeCamry and Richardson, Marcus Banks were very solid at the corners. The first few drives really did belong to the defense. You know, Sawyer Robertson's first two times on the field, he threw picks, uh, to both, uh, in both series. Will Rogers, I thought he looked okay. It wasn't anything that made me stand up and shout or anything like that. He did have a couple of fumbles and want to work on that. But I thought he looked okay. And Robertson, after those first two picks, looked pretty good. Uh, showed a little of the athleticism I think that he has over Rodgers. They ran that little speed option, Richard, so you know we won't see that during the season. But it was fun to see it. <laughs> it was fun to see it in practice. They scored a touchdown off of it. Um, the, the best play of the day went for the, the Even the Mississippi freshman. State defense was called off, off guard. Yeah, they were like, oh, my God, they ran it. Um, I thought the best play of the day was a, a little shovel pass to uh, the redshirt freshman, Katravian Hargrove, who just he just looked like an SEC player, took it 43 yards, speed, broke a couple of tackles, looked really good. All in all, I mean, if I graded the scrimmage, I'd probably say like a B. I, I thought there wasn't anything that just really wowed me, but at the same time I thought State looked really solid. We'll do a – We'll kind of talk about all the teams in the SEC as they wrap up spring practice. I was at Auburn on Saturday for the yeah. uh, the A Day game. the uh, The offensive MVP in the AD, A Day game for Auburn was Robbie Ashford. You may uh. remember that name from uh, from recruiting from several years ago. He ultimately left Hoover High and went to Oregon. Spent two years there playing football and baseball, never played it down in football, and has transferred back to Auburn. He was the number two quarterback. Zach Calzada has been really limited in uh, in spring practice. Without saying it, people around Auburn believe that Zach Calzada is going to win the starting job. T.J. Finley was kind of like he was last year, just okay. Um, some of the things that plagued him in the bowl game late in the season in terms of too much juice on short throws. He missed some open receivers in the short passing game, but also made a couple of really nice throws down the field and kind of made some things happen, looked very much in control. Robbie Ashford is going to play for Auburn. He's not going to be their starting quarterback, but Robbie Ashford is going to play, and he's going to play. He's going to line up behind center, and they're going to use him to run and move things around. He actually threw it pretty well. On uh, on Saturday, I think he was eleven of thirteen for about one hundred and thirty five, hundred and forty yards and a, a touchdown uh, at the end. So, look, that's an Auburn team that is they're going to rely on the run game. They were missing a bunch of offensive linemen. Offensive line did some okay things. It's not a great football team. It's an okay team. It's not a terrible-looking football team, but it's certainly not a football team, even in a spring game, that looks special. I wonder, pretty... if, hmm? I wonder if maybe it would have looked different had they not tried to sabotage the program from within. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe so. Sabotage is a strong word. Implode. Oh, no, it's the right word. Implode. And it wasn't so much from within. It was It was from outside. It was a big donor who didn't get his way when That's, they nah, nah, wanted nah, nah. That's from within. When if one of your own donors is doing it, that's from within. Well, their biggest donor wanted his guy and didn't get his guy, and so he's still trying to get Brian Harson out. Yeah. I, I, I'll be honest with you. Brian Harson was delightful to visit with one-on-one. We sat in his office on Friday, and we're supposed to be there for 20 or 30 minutes, and we probably visited for an hour. Really sharp guy, one-on-one. He's still got to loosen up publicly, though. Yeah. Well, I, 
in fairness, after what he went through, I wouldn't be loose at all publicly. I would I wouldn't have given you an hour and credit to him for doing that even though you know it's not like you would have done anything wrong but after my name my family's name pictures of a staff member alleging impropriety were shared wildly and not just on message boards people that have our exact job in other markets sharing this picture wildly and the girl's name and everything I wouldn't I wouldn't talk to any of us ever again it was probably helped by the fact that Cole Kublik was the analyst and Cole's got a really good relationship with Brian Harson. He's an Auburn man. Yeah. But it was um I, I came away fairly impressed with Brian Harson. And the other thing I came away thinking was if he can have a good op- a good year and an opportunity presents itself, he'll be Go on on. The, uh, yeah. on on the first first way out. Yeah. Real quick, and couldn't blame him at all. No. Real quick, the, the scrimmage that State had on Saturday, that's what's going to happen this week on Super Bulldog. It's not a real game. Don't be disappointed if you go show up for that. All right. Mike Bianco joins us next on the Farm Bureau phone line. That was the college football fix driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon, call them at 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. Uh, looking at delays of 55 southbound exiting to 20 eastbound. Also seeing delays 49 southbound at Harper and some minor delays Lakeland northbound just past the Flowood Overpass. Elsewhere, things looking fairly decent. This update brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, the place to refinance your auto loan, home loan, or apply for low-interest signature loans at River Trust Federal Credit Union. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gleickstead or online at bennelson.com. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you can tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops. Or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size and installed, picture frame glass, tables, desktops, Insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass. They'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at VenableGlass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services, 601-605-4443. Last month, we gave you some of our biggest and best deals ever, but in April, Ridgeland Mitsubishi is determined to give you even more. We're giving you more selection to choose from, more affordable payments, and more savings than ever before. Get here now to take advantage of these amazing offers. Pay only $249 per month on new 2022 Mitsubishi Mirages. Want more? The Mirage averages a whopping 40 miles per gallon. That's right. Only $249 per month and get huge savings on gas. Still want more? Then don't forget about Ridgeland Mitsubishi's new lifetime powertrain warranty. That's right. A lifetime powertrain warranty. Ridgeland Mitsubishi. 
MitchellMitchellMitsubishi.com and we'll give you more for your old vehicle even if you don't buy a new one from us. So bring your trade in today and remember, you are approved. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. With all of this, who could ask for more? RidgelandMitsubishi.com. This is the opportunity you've been waiting for. So get to Ridgeland Mitsubishi where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. With approved credit, deal for details. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi, the home of Ole Miss Sports, brought to you in part by All Britain's Jewelers, Diamonds, Watches, Specialty Gifts, and more. Your family-owned full-service jewelers since 1920. Visit All Britain's Jewelry in their new location on Old Canton Road behind Highland Village. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Come on. Back to Sports Talk Mississippi. Keep rolling. Three, two, one. Super Talk Mississippi. We continue on this Monday afternoon on Sports Talk Mississippi. Mike Bianco joins us now, head baseball coach at Ole Miss. Rebels dropped three this weekend to Alabama in Oxford. And, Coach, obviously a disappointing weekend kind of all the way around uh, when you lose three games. After a, a day to kind of digest the weekend and think back on the way things played out, what's your takeaway over the, the last three ball games for your team? Well, you know, uh, we just got to play better. You know, and, uh, we have, and it's in us, uh, but we just hit a spell here that, uh, you know, all, all last week, even down in, uh, uh, Pearl against Southern Miss on a Tuesday night, we just, we don't play well enough to win. And, you know, Richard, I've, I've said it, you know, since I've been here, you know, one of the, the, the great things about the Southeastern Conference and why I think most of the coaches would say it's the number one baseball conference is because one through 14, everybody's good and everybody can beat anybody on a given day. Uh, that's the good part. Uh, you know, the, the bad part is if you don't play well in our league, you lose, you know, and, uh, and we just didn't play well enough to win the baseball game. And, you know, when you, you can sit there and try to dissect all you know, three games, but at the end of the day, we just didn't do enough on, you know, all three phases, pitching and hitting and obviously defense. You know, it's interesting you say that about no weekends off because that it's been like that for a long time. But even in knowing that, it was like there might be one or two teams where you look at it and you go, okay, this is a weekend where you can go in. This year in particular, when you look 1 through 14, obviously Tennessee has separated itself. But Missouri at only three wins, I mean, they're more competitive than they've been in a long time. This year maybe that's even magnified. Yeah, you know, I, I learned a long time ago in this league, and when I say a long time ago, I'm saying 20 plus years. Uh, don't don't circle you know weekends on the uh, on the schedule, or don't try to decipher and say, hey, we play this team and that that that's good, or we don't play this team. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, you know, you got to play well in our league. It's a very unforgiving league, and you know, I, we, we played an Alabama team that's you know playing really well. And uh, we didn't play very well, and so you know that's you know we we end up on the wrong side of the scoreboard. Mike, is there anything you can point to through four weeks? I mean, you've got two road series wins against good teams. I mean, Auburn has has been a good team, and Kentucky at times has has looked really good this year. And yet, you've lost all six games that you've played at home. Is there anything different home versus road right now? 
No, and I, you know, you can. I don't think so. I think it, you know, it has more to do with us just, you know, the way we've played the game. And I know it's sometimes hard for people to understand that, you know, in those games against Auburn and those games against Kentucky, uh, we played better. You know, we we pitched it. You know, both of those series, we had a bad pitching game, but the other, you know, four games, you know, on those two weekends, we pitched it really well. I think at Kentucky uh, on Friday night and on Sunday, I think we only gave up one run each day, uh, and. And, uh, and this, you know, similar, you know, at, at Auburn to open up the, the, the weekend uh, or the SEC, as, as you mentioned. And so we just we, we played better. And, uh, uh, you know, we've got to make sure that we get back to doing that and, you know, be careful because, you know, when you get into these modes sometimes in our game, it's tough. You lose some confidence. You, 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 you remember what happened yesterday, and that's unfortunate, but you don't remember what happened two weeks ago. And so, you know, we've played – uh, what is it? Eight weeks of baseball. We've only lost two weekends. You know, we, we, we've won six weekends. We've lost two. Uh, so, you know, it's, it stinks that two of them have been in conference and two of them have been by sweeps. Uh, but we've beaten some good teams and we've played really well. We got to just get back to doing that. So I've known you for a long time now and, and have worked with you since your very first year at Ole Miss. And I remember sitting in a radio booth on a Tuesday night or a Wednesday night and you know, 2002-2004, early in your tenure when you were still a young head coach. And if there was a game where you didn't feel like your team played well, if you sat around the stadium long enough, you would see them come back out of the locker room in tennis shoes and they would start running. Obviously, <laughs> what what you can do with teams has changed through the years, but that was like a way for maybe you to get their attention. How do you get a team's attention now when – you don't feel like it's a, it's a great it's a great question and you know and it, and it's not just because I've gotten older the rules have changed to where you can't do that anymore right and you can't uh, you can't run them or you know have physical punishment for anything you know it can't even for missing class you can't run kids and you know so you know the rules have changed and I understand because there's been some real tragedies you know over the last you know couple decades and 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 Lord knows you know that's 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 not the purpose of, you know, when coaches do things like that. It's really to, to wake them up. So I think, you know, we, you know, like today we had a pitcher's meeting and we talked and we showed them, you know, some things we that don't do really well and some things that we've done well. And I think, you know, that's part of our job as coaches is be able to grab their attention, you know, and they continue to coach them. I think it's easy to, as coaches to get frustrated too when you don't play well, but that's our job. Our job is to coach them, to get their attention and get them to play better. And, you know, one of the things we challenged them this weekend is we got to make more plays in the field, and we did. You know, we, we, we showed them plays and plays that we have to make. And, and then all of a sudden you look up, T.J. McCants makes a play against the fence. You watch, you know, Kevin Graham make a sliding catch. Calvin Harris make a diving catch. And, you know, we started to make some more plays. And, and that's what we need to do. The, the, the thing is, we got to turn this around and we, we, we get it. Uh, but we also got to make sure that we understand that we do have a good team. This isn't a team that's never not done it before. This is a team that's had success. We just got to get back to doing that. What about in terms of, of, of approach at the plate? You score 17 runs on the weekend, and you have nine home runs, and there were some, some multi-run home runs mixed in there as well. So beyond just the long ball in terms of putting runs on the scoreboard, how do you get to a point where you're you're kind of, I hate to use the term small ball, that's not the way to describe it, but you're you're walking or you're getting hit by pitch or you're getting singles and then you're moving guys around and kind of manufacturing runs as opposed to just hitting it over the fence? Well, 
one. You got to make sure that you don't stop doing what you do well, and that's one of the things we do well is we you know we we can hit the ball out of the ballpark. But I think what you're really getting at, Richard, that what we did at the beginning of the year. When I say the beginning of the year, you know, we, we did it at Kentucky, we did it, you know, at Auburn. Um, we got to have some tougher at bats, you know. And so our approach isn't to get up and hit home runs. Our our approach is to get our best swing off, to put ourselves in the best position, to put ourselves in good counts, and make sure that we get our best swings off and let the balls go, right, to not chase balls out of the zone, put some pressure on the other team, and walk. That's one of the things that we haven't been able to do. We didn't do it against Tennessee. We didn't do it this past weekend very much. We did it Saturday. Uh, but one of the when you know our offense is clicking is when we are walking. When, you know when we're 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 tough. You know against the opponents, we're getting some good swings off, and we just happen to you know not be able to be consistent throughout the lineup. And you know some of that is you know some guys have cooled off, but some of it also is you know we, we got we got to be tougher at the plate, and we we haven't we didn't do that that well this weekend. So, and, and, and this may re- be redundant, but if, if you're looking for a button to push, because you said a second ago, these are guys that have, have had success. We, we've, you, you've seen that they're good, good hitters and are capable of coming up in big moments. What, what's the button that you try to push to, to kind of spark guys? Well, yeah, everybody's looking for that button, but the button is is really to to look at your at bats and can we have tougher at bats? Can we? There's at bats we take pitches that we we should be swinging at early in the count. There's there's at bats that you know we're we're not as competitive with two strikes, so our strikeout numbers have gone up. You know, uh, our hit numbers have gone down, our walk numbers have gone down, and those are because you know some of the times you know the approach that people want to throw out there that's the the invoke. A phrase, but what is the approach? If the approach is to take the guy's fastball away, you know, when he throws the fastball in the strike zone, you know, we haven't done that. Or to, you know, be able to handle his breaking ball with two strikes, we haven't been able to do that. Or, you know, to be able to stay back and hit the ball the other way. Whatever that particular pitcher is that we're facing at the time, you know, we haven't done that collectively as a group, you know, and uh, again, it's getting back to having some tougher at bats. One guy I want to ask you about, and, and we'll wrap it up here, kind of a bright spot on the weekend and, and really this season, Josh Mallets, who at times struggled a year ago as a freshman. He comes into the game on Friday and gives you four and two-thirds, doesn't allow a run. Uh, what step has he taken forward on the mound? Well, you know, one of the things is, uh, yeah, proud, proud of Josh. He, he missed the first, I don't know how many weeks of the season because he had mono. Uh, so he kind of got off to a slow start. It was hard to get him back, you know, out on the field. And, and, uh, cause when he had mono, he wasn't allowed to throw bullpens. He wasn't allowed to do a lot of different things. Uh, but you know, one of the biggest things is the, the, the velocity has ticked up a, uh, a notch or two. So, you know, got on Friday, he was 91 to 93 for 75, 85 pitches. Uh, but the sliders really improved. And, and I think he's really committed to the two seam fastball, being able to run that ball into right handers, a good slider and a really, at times, a devastating changeup. So just a really good three-pitch mix. Murray State tomorrow at 11 o'clock. Who are you going to go with on the mound? Do you know yet? Yeah, Drew McDaniel. So Drew McDaniel starts tomorrow and then a uh, three-game series that starts on Thursday at South Carolina. Mike, always appreciate your time on these Monday interviews. Thanks, Richard. Mike Bianco, head baseball coach at Ole Miss, visiting with us on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. I thought you heard some themes, right? I mean, if you rewind to 420 and then you fast forward an hour, you heard Chris Lamonis at 420 and Mike Bianco at 520 say some of the exact same things. we got to play better. I, I think both of those guys believe that they've got good players on their team and good rosters on their team. 
that aren't necessarily playing to the capabilities that they are uh, there for. We'll look at the weekend that Ole Miss had when we come back. A sweep at home to Alabama to fall to 0-6 at home in SEC play. This is Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. A 50-50 shot of rain today, mostly cloudy, high near 83. Tonight, a 20% chance of showers, mostly cloudy, low around 63. Your Tuesday, a slight chance of rain, mostly cloudy, high near 84. And for your Wednesday, showers and thunderstorms, some could be severe, high near 85. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. You're looking for somebody to fix your roof, right? Watkins Construction and Roofing. I know by personal experience and customer feedback, they are number one. New roof, roof repair, metal roofing, skylights, roof windows. Our friends at Watkins Construction and Roofing will settle for nothing. Nothing less than the most professional job in the industry. Again, it's that attention to detail that powers Watkins' continued growth. For a free estimate, call the Watkins team at 601-966-8233 or go to nomoreroofleak.com. When you partner with R.J. Young for your business printing needs, you get the R.J. Young difference, superior service, in-house leasing option, and a we-make-it-right guarantee. Choose R.J. Young's HPA4 for your business's managed print services and supplies. Print with confidence and trust. HP Original Supplies for consistent, uninterrupted printing. To learn more about our office equipment and technology, visit rjyoung.com slash printers. RJ Young partners with the best printer manufacturers like HP to offer you the best technology solutions that power your business. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> Ream, the new degree of comfort. The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. It's Liz Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Top Mississippi News. It's been a whirlwind week for Twitter. Last Tuesday, the social media platform announced Elon Musk, the world's wealthiest man and biggest shareholder of Twitter, would be joining the board of directors. Then on Sunday night, Twitter's chief executive Parag Argwal informed users that Musk will no longer become a board member. On top of all that, Twitter is looking at some in-app changes. Eben Brown explains. 
Some users can now downvote replies to de-emphasize them in threads, and soon will allow for unmentioning, where users can remove themselves from a tweet chain. And after years of refusing, Twitter now says it is developing an edit button for people to prevent immortal typos. A traffic stop in Adams County led to the seizure of over 2,000 ecstasy tablets and a small amount of marijuana. Robert Miner was arrested and charged with aggravated trafficking of Schedule 1 drugs. And the passenger, Kristen Page, is charged with possession of marijuana under 30 grams. Miner is facing 20 years if convicted. Pine Grove Behavioral Health understands that lasting recovery and healing begins at the roots of who we are. Transformation is deeply woven into the core of each individual through broad-reaching treatment options. As a result, we have gained a reputation as one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses, drawing an expertise and multiple whole-life treatment programs to effectively address the real complexities of life and addiction. Call 1-888-574-HOPE or visit pinegrovetreatment.com for more information. One place, many solutions. Sponsor or register today for the Mississippi Economic Council's 72nd Annual Meeting on Thursday, April 21st at the Jackson Convention Complex from 8.30 to 1 p.m. You'll hear from MEC members, business leaders, and elected officials from across Mississippi as we hear from thought leaders about the opportunities for securing Mississippi's future. Attendees will hear from State Health Officer Thomas Dobbs, Governor Tate Reeves, MEC leadership, and more. Sponsor or register today at MEC.MS. That's MEC.MS. Get the news that matters to Mississippi on Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Each weekday starting at 10 a.m., Gerard brings you a spirited debate on the key stories of the day with the newsmakers and powerful reporting on the issues you care about. Listen on your local Super Talk station or anywhere you get Super Talk Mississippi. And watch the show live on C Spire Channel 70, Super Talk TV, and on the Super Talk Mississippi app. Super Talk Mississippi. Check this out. Are you ready? Sports Talk Mississippi. with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. Thanks for being with us on this Monday afternoon. So one of the issues that Ole Miss had this weekend, if you watched or you listened throughout the course of the week, the course of the weekend, was they couldn't come up with the shutdown inning. Right, so Alabama would take a lead, and then you would look up, and Ole Miss might answer. And then... Alabama would immediately answer. That was especially the case over the last couple of days, Saturday and Sunday. There were a couple of things that stood out I thought about Friday night's game. First, Garrett McMillan, the starting pitcher for Alabama, who was named co-SEC Pitcher of the Week. I don't know if you guys saw this or not. Seven innings pitched, three hits, two runs, one earned, three walks, seven strikeouts. That's not a spectacular line. It's a good, good line for your Friday night pitcher. Here's the problem. He threw 40 pitches in the first inning and threw 112 for the game. 
after that first inning, when it looked like Ole Miss had a chance to have kind of a big inning and only got two runs out of it off of the, what was it, a Tim Elko base hit that scored a couple of runs? They didn't do anything else the whole game. Until Ole Miss got what? A run, two runs in the bottom of the ninth inning. Two-run home run from Kevin Graham. So you got a two-run single from Tim Elko in the first and a two-run homer from Kevin Graham in the ninth, and that was it offensively. And in between that, Alabama, who had scored a run in the first, they got two in the third, two in the fourth, two in the fifth, built themselves up some cushion, and then they just kind of cruised and almost didn't put any pressure on Alabama with the bats. All weekend. It wasn't just Friday. That's That's been the issue. Lately, anyway. They've got a lot of issues. But at the plate, that's the one. It's almost like they're trying to hit a six-run home run every time they're up to bat. The the approach, and we said the stats earlier, bears repeating, possible you know, people just got in their car or whatever. Almost scored 17 runs this weekend. And they had nine home runs. That's a lot. That's a good number. Nine home runs in a weekend is a lot. Six on one day. That's a yeah. lot. 17 runs. Jacob Gonzalez hit three himself and accounted for six runs batted in on Saturday. And lost. In a loss. But but that underscores the point. Nine home runs, and they scored 17 runs. They are not getting on base. They're not moving the ball around the park. They are not stressing pitchers. They're not prolonging bats. They're not prolonging innings. If the ball doesn't go over the fence, it doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. And that's really... But that was not the case on Saturday, right? I mean, Saturday, it was a pitching issue. Well, so on with Saturday, three home Ole Miss runs. has 10 runs on 15 hits. Hit six home runs in the game, led it 2-1. to one. Let it seven to three, and then Alabama started chipping away. It was seven to six going into the seventh inning, and then Alabama hits a grand slam. But then Ole Miss answers, so they're down ten seven, and they get two runs in the eighth inning, and they get a run in the ninth inning, and it looks like Ole Miss wins in the ninth inning, right? When the right fielder, I guess it was Pinkney again, made an unbelievable catch at the wall, and instead of walking it off in the bottom of the ninth inning, the game goes to the tenth. Alabama hits a two-run home run, and they win it 12-10. to 10. And really no threat from Ole Miss in the bottom of the 10th. And then kind of the same thing yesterday. I don't know that Alabama ever actually surrendered the lead yesterday. I'd have to see here. They led 1 to nothing, and then they were ahead 3 to nothing, and then Ole Miss made it a one-run game. It was 3-2 to two in the 6th. And so they got themselves in a spot where, okay, you got a chance. So what happens? Alabama hits a solo home run in the seventh. Ole Miss answers with a solo <laughs> home run in the bottom of the seventh. Still a one-run game. Then Alabama gets a solo home run in the eighth. And then Alabama hits a two-run home run in the ninth. And they win it. And Ole Miss doesn't really put any pressure on in the ninth, down four runs. They don't have anybody that they can run out there to slow down an opponent right now. Let's be honest. They're kind of bad at all facets of the game. In Sunday's game, five of the nine innings, Ole Miss went three up, three down. 
Five of the nine innings, they went three up, three down. And, and there was another... hitters went over. Yeah, and there was another inning where they went two up, two down, uh, base hit, and then end of inning. So four guys got net bat in one inning, three in five others. So they're not competing at the plate right now. Not productive, not consistent. They've abandoned the concept of starting pitcher, and that hasn't worked. And in fairness, it wasn't working before. Nothing was working in terms of starting pitching and rotation. None of it was. And they still are pretty poor defensively. Right now, they're kind of bad at everything. That's how you get swept in two home series. That's how you go 0-6. And And the stuff they are kind of good at, it's not consistent enough to carry them. You're not going to home run your way into wins in this conference. You have to do other things. But at least they do that well. Otherwise, so, it's really bad. So, so let's ask the question then. We'll go ahead and get a little preview. Who wins next weekend between these two teams that are struggling so bad? Whoever goes to watch Jackson Dart versus Luke Altmeyer. <laughs> I heard Dart struggled. Uh, there, there's, a, there's a better you, show you, there. You, you may be right in, at the end of this, Borky. Uh, but that said, who wins? State Ole Miss? Who would, if I said pick today? No Good luck. Idea. I mean, it's a coin flip at best, I, right? I have no idea. I mean, you probably would point to recent success for Mississippi State, and by recent, yeah, I mean like four or five years worth. But that's meaningless when it. It is. You know. You're right. Jake Mango's not playing, and so yeah. that changes things. That's that's something for fans. That's not anything anything realistic. No, no, I, I understand what you're saying, and 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 I don't know the answer to that. Here's what I do know. That the next two weekends either give these two fan bases a little bit of hope, or they just or, it out of them, or, or they provide the opportunity to make plans for the first week of June, which has not been doable for either of these fan bases for a long time. That is crazy to think about. Seriously, I had somebody ask me this morning, and I couldn't give a great answer. How close are we to having the conversations of on the bubble, which is not a phrase we use when talking State about is this tournament? There and Ole Miss is precariously close. If you said Brian put money on it, I would say State doesn't make the tournament. Like if the season ended today, they would not. Their would RPI not be, is ninety. Their RPI is ninety. Their RPI is ninety, and they're on pace to lose well over twenty games. No, they're not. They're not going to get in unless things change. Borky, you and I were talking about it earlier today. There's no conversation about hosting right now. None. Ne- never mind. I mean, no, we, no. we played that even up to last week. Well, if Mississippi State does this, to to legitimately be in the hosting conversation, you got to be 16 and 14 in the SEC. For Ole Miss and Mississippi State to get to 16 and 14 in the SEC, because they're both sitting there at 4 and 8 right now. They have to, on average, win every single series for the rest of the year. On average. Yeah. I mean, you know, you can win three here, lose three here, and win all your other series. You get what I'm saying. Yeah. But to get to 12-6 and six in the final six series, that means you have to average winning two out of three for the next six weeks. 
I don't know the Ole Miss schedule, but for State, that's Auburn, Ole Miss, Missouri, Texas A&M, Florida, and Tennessee. Good luck. Yeah. I mean, Ole Miss has to go to Fayetteville and Baton Rouge still. Oh, yeah. For, for Ole Miss, that is South Carolina on the road, who has been Jekyll and Hyde, if anything. What did they do this weekend? I have no idea. They played Georgia? I think they lost two out of three. Okay. South Carolina did lose a series to Georgia last week. Okay. Yeah. After losing a series to Missouri. And and remember, Georgia, at least for the time being, without Jonathan Cannon. Yeah. For Ole Miss, it's at South Carolina, home for Mississippi State, at Arkansas, home for Missouri, at LSU, home for Texas A&M. There's contention already, understandably so. This team has vastly underperformed expectations. You lose another series to Mississippi State. That's going to be difficult to overcome. Not that that's the end-all, be-all. It's yeah, postseason but, success is but the end-all, be-all. But you it want to something. increase the contention, that'll increase the contention. Because it becomes, you couldn't beat this state team? See, I don't even think it's about that anymore. Like, I, and, and I'm not belittling the rivalry at all. I don't think that's the story at this point. Yeah. I don't think it matters if it's Mississippi State or Missouri or Arkansas or Tennessee. You just got to stop losing, period. Yeah. We haven't even talked about Vanderbilt. They're doing the same thing. Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be right back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs in Ridgeland and Brandon, call them at 601-605-4443. So far, just looking at some minor congestion northbound on Lakeland at Lakeland Commons, as well as 49 southbound from the turn at Old 49 down to Harper. Also traffic a little slow, getting off of 55 southbound, hitting 220 eastbound. Elsewhere, things looking pretty good. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Call them at 601-353-5217. When you need an oil change, go see Central Mississippi's oil change specialist at Car Care Clinic Chetlu. Their 28-point full-service oil change is more than an oil change. You get peace of mind with premium motor oil, preventive maintenance to change, inspect, check, fill, and clean essential components of your vehicle, and upon request, interior vacuuming. Just drive in, stay in your car, and the job is done in just a few minutes. Plus, Car Care Clinic is COVID compliant. Car Care Clinic offers a 10% discount for women every Wednesday, and military, seniors, and all first responders every Thursday. And they're your locally owned and operated AAA recommended repair shop in the Jackson Metro. An A-plus member of the Better Business Bureau with ASE certified mechanics. Car Care Clinic has been a trusted business for great service for over 45 years. Visit any of their convenient locations or go to cccjl.com for savings. Car Care Clinic. We want to change your oil, not your schedule. Nobody cares like the Car Care Clinic for your automobile. Super Talk Mississippi is adding to its outside sales team here in the Jackson metro area. We're looking for an experienced media seller who knows how to sell traditional and digital media marketing assets. If you're interested in an outside sales position with the opportunity to sell for one of the most well-known media brands in Mississippi, Ole Miss Sports, and other great sponsorships, email your resume to jobs at supertalk.fm. That's jobs at supertalk.fm. Super Talk Mississippi Media is an equal opportunity employee. When I got hurt on the field, I thought I was done playing sports. That all changed after my visit to Mississippi Sports Medicine. My super surgeon drew up the perfect game plan. 
It was my recovery and their game plan that proved the game-winning combination. 20 physicians, 7 subspecialties, 1 focus. You, Mississippi Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Center. At Bob Boyd Honda, we pride ourselves in getting our customers the best deals around. Usually that means when we're selling cars, but right now... Bob Boyd is in the market to buy! We're offering top dollar for pre on autos, trucks, and SUVs. Come by, talk to our dedicated team, and discover what a great time it is for Bob Boyd to buy back your used vehicle. Any make, any model. Whether you're selling or buying, at Bob Boyd Honda, you get a deal. deal. Listen to Super Talk. You hear our team working for you. Great information. Drilling down and getting to the core of the issues that impact you. They give you like the information you need to know. Super Talk, Mississippi. Here in Seaspire Country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers, where blazing fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a superphone. It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to Seaspire Country. It's just like the rest of the country, only a few steps ahead. Tune in to Middays with Gerard Gibbert each weekday, live from the Element Wealth Studios. Is retirement on your mind? Do you have a plan? Go to myelementwealth.com to find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. Go beyond the headlines on Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1, here on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi teams with live reports from the games and practices on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. If you want to be a part of the conversation, you can join us on the ceasefire text line at 601-879-4395. Let's see here. I'd rather lose the Egg Bowl than let MSU beat us in baseball again. Oof. You are crazy. No offense. Maybe you're just a baseball fan. Yeah, but crazy still. CJ in the Delta says, woohoo, how about them number one ranked Rebels? Free fell. Number number one what? Three weeks ago? They got a series win mixed in there, too. (laughs) They, They went on the road and won a series. And uh, free falling. Yeah. Uh, worst team in the conference, says MP. Could be State, could be Ole Miss, who knows? Or Missouri. I doubt it's Missouri. Could be Missouri, Vanderbilt. Again, Missouri put up a better fight against Tennessee than Ole Miss did. Different weekends, baseball, I know, I know, but still. Oh, no, I'm I'm simply going based on uh, record, right? 
Let's see here. New top 25 from D1? Yeah. Yeah, they kept Ole Miss at 25. Which is surprising. I thought they'd be out. Let's be honest. They I mean, should They were be. ranked ninth. It's a pretty but precipitous they, fall. They went 0-4. Yeah. You're right. Three losses were to a then-unranked team at home. Who is now ranked? In front Who is of now ranked? Auburn, Alabama, both ranked. Mississippi State and Ole Miss, not ranked. What am I, taking crazy pills? It is oh, interesting. Another, uh, 25. Make another, uh, I guess, yeah, but still. Yeah. It is interesting Mike Bianco mentioned competing. And he was specifically talking about plate approach, but here's another week of not competing. Last week it was current player chirping a former player who plays the exact same position, played it better, and took his team to Omaha. And the week before it was, ah, we you know we weren't really focused. We we didn't bring the energy when playing a, the number five team in the country. When people like last night, somebody said, I just I don't think this team is focused. I think they're mentally weak. I can't argue against that fact. When here again you've got another person affiliated with the program saying didn't compete. Not competing is the word that was used. I, I, I can't help but wonder if there's a little bit of, uh, of, a, of a, a locker room, not strife, not fighting, whatever, but th- there's some kind of confidence issue or something like that going on within the program. Because that's three weekends now where you have seen an example of that coming through. I don't know. I mean, I know baseball can be a can be a strange game sometimes, right? I mean, sometimes it's but but sometimes you make it more difficult than it really is. I mean, that's the other piece of it. I don't know where it goes. So you got Ole Miss with a, an 11 a.m. game tomorrow. This is the school day game, and they've got Murray State coming in. And who does Mississippi State have tomorrow? UAB? UAB. That is not at 11 a.m. There you go. Good to know. If you go at 11 a.m., you will be plenty early. Have state fans given up on this team? No. I mean, because you had good crowds this weekend. Yeah. But it's not going to take take a lot more. Let them get get swept this weekend by Auburn. See what happens. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like the, um, the next two weeks tell the story, don't they? For both for teams. both teams, yeah. Ole Miss at South Carolina, then home for Mississippi State. Mississippi State other, home right. against Auburn, and then in Oxford. Yeah. And and look, I mean, the reality is you've got one more weekend of really good crowds for Ole Miss. Double decker weekend, million people in town, getting late in the semester. Hopefully, the weather cooperates. You'll have good. You'll have a good crowd on Thursday. You'll have a huge crowd on Friday and Saturday. But after that, if Ole Miss, if Ole Miss doesn't win four or five out of the next six, you get to the second weekend in May, it's going to look drastically different. If State doesn't win four or five out of their next six, yep. next home series, it'll look different at Duty Noble. Yeah. 
Thanks for being with us on this Monday afternoon. Always enjoy spending the time with you. For Michael Borky and Brian Haydad, I'm Richard Cross in the Pearl River Resort Studios. We will talk to you tomorrow. Good night. business owner looking for help with HR benefits and payroll, MWG Employer Services offers a wide range of services and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. I was so overwhelmed with HR stuff, MWG Employer Services took all the stress out of it and even set up my payroll. I couldn't be happier. MWG Employer Services is here to help you succeed. Call us today at 601-206-7966 or go to mwgemployerservices.com. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.